0: We just want to say cheers to our good friend, Maddie, uh, who is finally leaving, finally getting out of here. It's
1: been terrible. It's been just
0: weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, You're Shawshank, when he talks about time drawing out slow like a blade in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a lot. No, in all seriousness, we're very (laughs) sad to see you go, uh, and we wish you a safe journey back, and we can't wait for you to return. To
2: return. In in a more formal and official capacity. Yeah. 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 What you
0: want to do. Well, hit more shit that make you feel new. Hey everybody, I'm Caleb. I'm Spencer. And this is the Mix Six where we have six conversations, drink six beers, rate them on a five-point scale. And occasionally razz our friends about leaving the country because we don't want to admit when we're sad and we're putting on a brave face. It's, I'm not afraid. It's, how, it's how we I'm deal sorry. with our pain.
1: Which one of you are leaving? Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> uh,
0: Yeah, I forgot we didn't tell her. Um, anyway, so... Ross is actually leaving. <laughs> it's weird, I know, and he's not going to Australia. Yeah, Aww. The Trump administration's well, all, immigration funny. rules have gotten baroque. Right. <laughs> You get married, you have to actually take their place in the other country. It's it's going to be bizarre. It's a, it's a swap um, situation. Yeah, There's a TLC. It, it's show a about real it. Freaky Friday <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, anyway, speaking uh, of going places, Caleb, you're going to be somewhere at some point in the not too distant future, probably. Yeah, I'm achieving a lifelong dream of going to Morristown, New Jersey. Uh, Again, I've been saving up for years right. uh, to you know, it's really the mecca of locations. Something. Um, <laughs> of locations, te- technically the <laughs> All best places. Wish they could be more <laughs> Technically, is the best, the saying? best Morris yes. town All I've right. been to. Yeah, yeah, it is the best Morristown town I've ever been to, for um, sure. But they do have Metatopia there, and I will be playtesting Doctor Witch Doctor. Um, I just got done with finishing the medical side of the list. Thank you to Ryan for helping me out with that. Nice. Because uh, I don't know anything about I biology. bet it's gross. Uh, we had a lot of long conversations about um, Ryan. I don't want anyone to have to role play muscular dystrophy. He's like, but it's a disease. And, uh, yeah, they're very literal people, the medical folk. <laughs> and having to explain to them the uh, politics of right. pretending to seize on a convention floor was uh, Not harder than it should have been. But yep. we got there. We arrived at a list. Wow. So uh, unless somebody you know died of, I don't know, Marburg, I think we're okay
3: uh, in terms of the rarity
0: of the diseases,
3: so... Ross, uh, less diseases. Where are you going to be? <laughs> uh, yeah, November 2, uh, Patreon is doing a new thing called uh, Assembly instead of Patreon. Patreon, of course, last year was a conference in Los Angeles. Right. Now they're doing a thing in multiple cities, uh, including Chicago. And Chicago is actually a direct flight from Springfield. It so is. It's a lot. And a short one. Yeah, and it's a lot easier to get to than Los Angeles. Yeah, definitely. So, And I know people in Los, uh, Chicago, so I'm going to be up there for that and probably hang around a couple extra days to record podcasts Love with people uh, and maybe do a meetup if there's enough Chicago RPPR slash Six fans uh, there's also a lot of breweries up in Chicago I don't a know if lot. you heard
0: well and, and th- so three Floyd's is not far yep. so last time I was in Chicago in the fall zombie dust was everywhere
3: oh yeah so um, get some I know Goose Island is there yeah. I know like new plan yeah you don't take clothes or any toiletries right just, just fill an
0: empty your bag. bag
3: and you fill it with uh, zombie dust <laughs> you want me to bring okay this
0: was you want me to mule zombie you dust you just part. agreed it's fine
1: yeah this yeah. yeah. <laughs> was Mm-hmm.
0: In fact, the most like one of the top five most infuriating moments of my life. uh I got to Chicago last fall for a conference, walked into like just a shitty sports bar. I mean, like Buffalo Wild Wings, but not called that pretty much. And I looked at their menu and their craft list said zombie dust. And I was like, mm, okay. And so I said to them, I was like, wait, do you actually have zombie dust on tap? She was like, yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. But like, I could order. And she was like, yeah, we have a lot of zombie dust. What's the deal? And I was like, listen, ma'am, you don't get to, okay? <laughs> this is fucking weird. And you're acting like I'm the problem here. So anyways, I hope you have the same treatment, both in mm-hmm. terms of attitude and quantity of
3: zombie. We had I'll- the same reaction in Indianapolis, though. Uh, oh yeah we basically just just started screaming that gen con was canceled so I'll, bring, I'll like african back from chicago i'll we'll play a game called is this zombie dust or my lord and you'll i'll just have i'll just take shot it's glasses, gonna be a short game uh that are with unlabeled liquids and you won't they have different look- colors ross it's i know annoying. but you won't get to see, they'll be okay they'll be like marauds. are we gonna be blindfolded
0: yeah oh no Yeah, that actually would be like a good, like a mix six double dare, just like blindfolded. It's all gonna be milord, right? No, there will be zombie dust. No, you're a liar and a monster, (laughs) and I know you. It will all be (laughs) milord. Yeah, feels like new Patreon milestone, right? Uh, He might mix it up with like a champagne velvet in there. Mm -hmm. No. It's no, I'm not <laughs> playing this game. That would be brutal. You, you the only winning move is not The stuff
1: left over in your fridge at this point. Oh, there we go. I'm pre mad at you. <laughs> be like a
0: Newport storm. It's a biology facts quiz. Oh nine. You're like jigsaw, but with content. Like his is like. <laughs>
1: Which one of these is poison? Yeah, his
0: is like I want to make sure that they, you know, truly appreciate life, but he really just wants to torture people. And you, it's like I want to make I want to make content for a podcast, yep. guys. I had but a... and then it's just your creepy little doll riding a <laughs> tricycle at me. I had no, a... it's haywire. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely haywire. Yeah. Creepy little doll. Uh. <laughs> I had a very jigsaw heavy dream last night. It was part jigsaw and part uh, Pennywise, and I woke up not afraid, but rather uh, happy with how. Confidently and bravely, I, I, I took on those two gentlemen and their nefarious tasks. That's Slashfic, huh? Yeah. You really took them on, huh? Yeah. No, I did. It I killed, killed it. blended well <laughs> I, 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 was, I was at the same time completing ridiculously insane puzzles and also uh, using a slingshot to take down what looked like balloon clowns.
1: I love this. Someone write this fic.
0: Well, I just did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can read Spencer's new work on fanfic.net. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's
3: A O three. Jeez.
1: Okay, yeah. sorry. An an archive time, of Our man. Own. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, true. sorry. <laughs> yeah,
0: it'll maybe be maybe Patreon milestone is a yeah. table reading of the fanfic that I've just written. I would. <laughs> so.
3: God, please give us <laughs> some money for that. <laughs> I want to read Spencer's fanfiction. Speaking of uh, self-insert things that we've cash. written. <laughs>
0: uh caleb wrote a rating system for this episode caleb how are we reviewing the beers today well i'm super creative and i was writing this rating system using a google app yep. so we're just going to rate google apps by how much i fucking like fucking take
3: it google <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> yeah you deserve to be rated
0: yep. uh, they they got the rating so number one a beer you do not want to have a google app you do not need in your life is google keep Has anyone ever used Google Keep? I didn't even know it was a thing until you said it. Yep, it's a Notes app. They have their own Notes app. Do you know what a Notes app is? It's Google Docs. You don't need Google Keep. It's completely redundant and stupid. I I opened it up because I thought it was a hoax when I read about it. Uh, And it's just a a bad Notes app that it has integration to Google Docs. So what Google Keep does is what it will take a note and then put it in a Google Doc. (laughs) It's like Google's version of Bing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah That's it's so smart yeah, just go to google and right. bing it yeah. um yeah it's ridiculous that uh, is
1: the app that i put all my mixing notes on oh my god why no. it's got t-
0: <laughs> and the thing i was reading about is it, like it's got talk to text so i'm like so does google docs right, right. like why all modern phones really <laughs> i mean it's kind of the nature of the beast <laughs> i'm sorry maddie google I don't key know. it was on one. my
1: phone and i was like oh it's a- all right this is my notes app okay cool Notes, I guess, and it's just like mostly I use it for groceries.
0: Yeah, just Man. that's it. <laughs> just trash. Uh, oh so God. two is going to be Google Calendar. So it is useful. What it is useful, but I don't like people telling me what to do. No, you're wrong about this. <laughs> it, uh, Google Calendar is quality. How app. dare you? Premier, As a freelancer,
1: maybe I premier live and calendar. Die app. By this. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I like Trello better. Uh, I like Basecamp the travel like... calendar. You're looking for project management tools, man. Just in terms of straight calendars, the Google Calendar is a hard preference. It reads my emails and it. tells
1: me when I need to leave the country. Uh, yeah,
0: it tells you things. Like I don't like that. I don't like it bossing me around. Like I'm not crazy about having it there. I'm not crazy about the interface. I've had better calendar interfaces.
1: I really? It's, yes. It's very ugly. Yeah. I will say that.
0: The yeah. Apple calendar's better. Uh, no. yes. ICAL sucks. <laughs> that thing is unusable. Okay. Well, anyway. Right, <laughs> you're definitely not gonna you're never you're not gonna like three then. Three's gonna be Gmail. Uh it's email. And <gasps> yeah. who's excited about that? Right. It was.
3: Literally no one. It's I think that. I'm with but, you on this. Eh, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean, the Gmail people are listening. and They're like, yeah, that's our, that's our goal. So right. we got a five in right. that respect. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that'd I be think, weird. I think I'm email. with you on
0: this. I mean, it, it is the baseline email app for Just me.
1: Gmail. It's email.
0: Right. That's right. Yeah. And I will say this. Uh, the Gmail app and your ability to switch between accounts or make them all one account. Very nice. No, like, very yes. nice. It, it is the best possible email app, but it's still but it's an, an email app. email. It's like app. the IPA role. Yeah, I'm still not right. excited for it. It yeah. is it is peak three. Sure. Uh, so four is going to be Google Forms because fuck you, Survey Monkey, and never have to use you again. Google Forms is burn quality. in hell. I can grade quizzes on you. I can take surveys. Yeah, I'm, I'm out here collecting data like a goddamn <laughs> scientist. Yeah. I never have to go to SurveyMonkey's terrible, terrible website again. It is horrible. Uh, We're literally paying someone right now at work to run a survey, through us, survey for us through Qualtrics because SurveyMonkey's so bad. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, it's got to be Drive. Five is a Drive. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. D- the most useful of anything ever. Uh, it is an incredibly useful hub. Yeah. Um, and easily accessible from all of your platforms. Mm-hmm. Everything talks to everything else. I can save all my Google Keep notes. Right. Just right before there. Before I yep. move them into Google Docs. Right there in your drive app. You, yeah. can, you can talk to text, drive open. Yeah, no, it's really nice. Uh, modeled after both both aesthetically and in terms of title. Google Brian Keep, Gosling's open a Google Doc. Thank you. Film.
3: So horrible. Can I just say I'm still mad at Google for uh, just uh, ending Google Reader?
1: I, I honestly didn't know keep did that. Like I don't know. I don't know that I ever paid attention right to Google
0: Reader.
3: Google Reader was an RSS thing that yeah. like let you subscribe to different blogs, so you could just go to Google Reader and see all what if your uh, blogs updated. That would be way better. It and was amazing. And I, I and fuck am fuck you gonna, Google for ending that. I am going to have to say something
0: yeah. uh, about our listeners here. Oh, yeah. no. I'm going to get. I'm gonna get flack for not putting G on there. And it's cause it's below a one. That's right. I'm so I am was sorry. Dead, right? Yeah, I know. I know. But when it was alive, it still wasn't great. And I'm not saying Facebook is better. I'm not doing that. Facebook it was clearly never better. going to happen, guys. Like, I oh, Google Plus was a thorn in my side from the second it was made. Yeah. Because like there would always be those three gamers and they would be the one that email you on Kickstarter it's like, we need to put that on Google Plus. And I'm like, okay Not, man. I released it on every other social media platform so how do you know it's there but okay, I guess I'll take time to, to put it over on Google Plus so that it was Aww. the the two people can see it along Aww. with the Indian and Ukrainian multi level marketing <laughs> firms. So I the just, Google
1: employees, uh, can see yeah,
0: it. exactly. Oh God, it was just it was just the worst. I'm sorry, complete nutter whiff. Not even sure, <laughs> not even sure how they got there, other than people seem to be doing this social thing. So <laughs> yeah. shame on you, Google. Um, on that note, we're gonna grab some beers and we'll be right back to talk about a board game that we love. <laughs> Spencer, what are you drinking? So this is from Thin Man Brewery out of Buffalo, New York, and this is their third
3: anniversary D D H sour ale. This is from someone at Gen Con. I mean, if it's a New York one, I think maybe Dan VK, but I'm totally sure. speculating. Right, let's go yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe
0: That's thank as good you, as Dan. we're gonna get. Yeah, <laughs> it's got it's got threes all over it, like literally. That's like it's literally covered in the. Just number the number three. three. It's like yeah. they I knew our the system. System. Yeah. They're trying to keep Well, us. maybe. I mean, it could be. A, it could be we a are big. that huge. Yeah. We are big. Yeah. Uh, we're the talk of the entire craft scene. <laughs> Everyone's like, well, what's Mix Six going to think about it? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I think screaming were average isn't uh, a good no. idea. It's <laughs> not, good. <laughs> it oh, was, not good. It was not uh, good. Oh, it's not
0: good. <laughs> oh, no. It, <laughs> it gets worse. It doesn't seem like a three. Oh. No, okay. You know. Do you think it turned? I don't know. You know, like when you make Easter eggs at home? Like yeah. the dye, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little vinegary. What if you put that on top of a of a hoppy beer? All right, and that's Ugh. what you get in the DDH. Do You have
3: any blueberry taste at all? No. Well, blue yes. If
0: blueberries were just vinegar, uh, yeah, they're not actually. Well, probably <laughs> not. I do. People seem to really like blueberries and not vinegar. Yep, oh, yeah, Kayla's face is right. That's the face. That's yep. the face you nope, make. It's gonna get a little worse on you too.
3: It's all right. I gotta try this shit. It's not great. It, nope. um,
0: it's vinegar on top of a hop. I've had worse. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's a two. Yeah, it's yeah. a 2. It is not good.
3: Galaxy. I yeah. don't know why uh, they have the word galaxy. That's a there.
0: galaxy hop. <laughs> um and uh, sitting just underneath uh some Easter egg dye. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That yeah. was almost yeah. a really Surprised good beer. You guys but then it was
1: dye Easter eggs. That's yeah. okay. Oh what? yeah, for
0: sure. Well, who the, well, I mean, how else are they going to be pink, Maddie? I mean, the bunnies aren't doing it. Wow. Idiots. If you don't dye them, you just find them. Maybe Australian, Australian bunnies do. Oh. Maybe. Maybe.
1: No yeah. no, yeah, fuck that beer. No, it's not good. Mm-mm.
0: That beer's not enjoyable to put in your mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah, get, There it is. Vinegar mm-hmm. on top of a hop. Yeah, <laughs> Just sitting right there, looking down at you. Just oh, right on top. Why? Little, little Humpty Dumpty Why would hop you have situation. hops
3: and sour in the same beer? Um, I, now, I it will say. It has worked before. It has worked before. We've had a, we've had a good dry hop. Right. Postcard. We Postcard's postcard. a dry
0: hopped uh, IPA sour. So It's so, and so that good. that is the best beer I've ever had. <laughs> and this beer, on the other hand, is not good, yeah. unlike Postcard. Yep. So anyways, we're into dissecting our fun. If you've listened to us for any amount of time, you know that our first segment is typically about the board game. Uh, and today we're going to talk about what was ostensibly... I would I would say probably the hotness at Gen Con would I be off there. Yeah. Well, I mean like uh Pathfinder 2e I got there were some hotter things. But in terms that of board games That shouldn't be that. <laughs> right. Yeah. In terms of board <laughs> games, I would say that Point Salad from Flatout Games yeah. and Alderac AEG mm-hmm. uh was the hotness at Gen and con. deservedly so. Yeah. So, they didn't release it until Saturday of the con, so 2 days into the con. And we were speaking to the designers about that. We were. And we were like the designers Intensely worried about it. flummoxed Because uh they were doing a big Saturday night only reveal. Yeah. Uh no, it was Friday, Friday night Friday only. Friday night. Friday night, night, game reveal, night on Friday. And then they would start selling it Saturday. Yeah. And after pushing it on social media endlessly and after, for the two. And after months. having it on like every Gen Con bag right. and all this kind of stuff. But they the first day of the con, you couldn't buy it. No. Um and people in the trade show couldn't buy it. Nope. Uh, and I was I was really flabbergasted as to why they do that. And then I realized why, because it sold out in three hours. Yeah. Yeah. They they moved through a thousands of copies. Yeah, like yeah. No joke, lots and lots of copies. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, a couple of things. One, it was priced right. Twenty bucks, and I'll buy pretty much anything at Gen Con. Mm-hmm.
1: Twenty bucks doesn't feel like real money. No,
0: not at Gen Con, it doesn't. <laughs> uh where nothing is real. Uh, secondly, it had been hyped to death. And so I thought, well, this is probably pretty good. Third, we happened to know, uh, some of the designers, Sean Stankiewicz in particular yeah. from Flat Out Games. We were, uh, fortunately, we ran into Sean randomly at Metatopia two years ago when we were demoing Party Foul. Mm-hmm. And they had a couple of other games there, the Flat Out Games dudes. And we got to talking to Sean about stuff and just kind of like struck up a conversation. He demoed Party Foul, uh, and they liked it. And so, uh, we kept in touch and I've kind of crossed paths at a few other places, and I've just kept talking the whole time. Well, at this point, Flatout has signed a couple of different games. Uh, the, the the next biggest one's going to be Calico, which they're kickstartering in the fall, which looks like it's going to be fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I, I love him as a designer. Uh, the fact that he played Party Foul and liked it um, was, you know, the most edifying thing. Right. Party Foul is also sold for three hours.
2: Right. Yeah. That's exactly at this right. point, combined, right. if <laughs> you added every time right.
0: someone bought a copy of Party Foul. We're getting close to three hours almost. Yeah, maybe. Uh, of actual real time. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe. So it makes yeah. me feel a lot better that he is. We're on uh, the same plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so, um, so yeah, we went to, we got dinner and had a, had a drink with Sean Friday night. And we were talking about the release. He was getting ready to go to AEG's big game night. And Sean uh, and the other designers were going to demo it. And then the next morning it released. And, I mean, there was just a line running in front of AEG's booth for the first three hours of the day. Uh, Sarah and I. It walked was by. it was like Black Angel, like big big yes. box board game yes. release. Yes, like intense. So Sarah and I walked by the line twice, and we were not going to stand. And I was like, I'll just get it later. And then I thought, fuck it. I'm at Gen Con. What else are you going to do? Stand in line. So we got it. Now, Maddie, you had the prestigious distinction.
1: Yeah, like I saw you guys tweet about it. I was like, oh, I should probably check that out. All right, uh, Ross was busy doing Red Markets game or something. And I was like, oh, I'll just demo it. And I went, man, this is a great game. Right. Uh, it was like lunchtime-ish, and I was like, oh, man, I'm hungry. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll line up. I'll buy it. Then I'll get lunch. Right. I ended up buying the last copy they sold at Jet Literally
0: Box. the last copy. And it was uh- like...
1: Twelve forty five. As like a result stupid. of our tweet, correct? Yes.
0: We are influencers. Right. Start giving us more where's our money? For free. AEG. Yeah. Uh, but no, seriously. So here's here, So all of this say there's a bunch of fucking hype. This thing is as big as it's supposed to be, and it is literally a, a deck of cards. So in Point Salad, uh, which of course is a riff on the kind of like big batched. The mechanic. Uh, The the mechanic, right, (laughs) Uh, of point salad style games. Uh, In point salad, uh, players are drafting cards out of a shared marketplace, and you can either draft ingredients for your salad two at a time out of a shared marketplace, which are just cards turned face up, or... Uh, you can draft scoring cards. And the scoring cards, there are three set out in every round. And they're on the back of whatever ingredients. And you that's right. Bought. And yeah. if those scoring cards don't get taken and something gets drafted out of the market, then those cor- scoring cards get flipped over. They're now ingredients for the market. And you move on and there's a new set of scoring cards. So throughout the course of the game, you're going to collect both ingredients. So tomatoes, peppers, lettuce, there's onions, total. cabbage. That's yeah. right. And you're going to collect scoring cards, which are going to give you hypothetically like one scoring card might give you eight points for having a radish and a pepper and a carrot at the end of the game. And as many times as you have that set, you're going to get eight points. So you got that set four times, you're going to get 32 points. And and that's your whole choice point. That's it. That's it. That's the whole choice point. Are you collecting ingredients that will layer up to your scoring are, cards? Are you collecting a scoring condition? That's exactly right. And some scoring cards will also do like, okay, you're going to get four points for every onion, but you're also going to lose a point for every tomato you've got in your salad and every carrot you've got in your salad. And I think every scoring condition is unique. Is that true? Yes. Yeah, that's my understanding. Yeah. I've not seen, I don't think. <laughs> There's a, also yeah.
3: like uh, get seven for uh, an even number and three right. for an odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, have ten for the most of this one. Or that's exactly least. right. So yeah, every yeah. conceivable point variation.
0: It's yeah. literally yeah, yeah. a bunch of fucking scoring combinations, and those scoring combinations are also ingredients.
1: I think my favorite thing is all the ingredients count for every one of your scoring conditions. Exactly you don't right. need to choose which ones you. separate so yeah, them you can into. have that
3: if you have three things that score tomatoes. Right. You get a one. You get three. You know whatever. You get score three times
1: for
0: every scoring condition. Yeah. And so it is a terribly simple, incredibly easy to teach, and very quick to get to the table card drafting game. Uh, here's what I will say. Uh, when I first played it, I thought there's no way this is going to be as tight as it seems, because there's just too many cards. But it layers well from two players on up, and it is absolutely as tight as you think it would be. Mm-hmm. It plays incredibly fast. The art is adorable and you get a lot of you don't have a lot of choices but you have plenty of opportunity. is how I would describe yeah. the game. Yeah. Uh it's perfect to take to a party. It's perfect as a gateway game for people mm-hmm. because it takes almost no knowledge of mechanic. You don't need to get the point salad inside joke. It's just no 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 no. Here are ingredients and here are cards which score those ingredients. Take your pick, man. Like do whatever the fuck you want to do. And I will say that he's recovered an entire mechanic for me, which is not point salad, but the idea of having a variable point collecting system, mm-hmm. like yeah. where like your scoring at the end game is decided by you. I have never seen that work in a way that I enjoy. Right. Like every time I see that I'm like flux, I would rather die. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what but I, this yeah. game is yeah. fantastic, and I want to play it all the time. Um, that is that is the crazy part about it because like that mechanic, every time I see it, I'm like, oh my god, I would. I it means that we're just going to be playing Calvin ball mm-hmm. throughout right. the entire game. Yeah, but by simplifying the mechanic of take the ingredients or take the card and that's it. Yeah. It is actually still tactical because you can see what everybody else has. Right. You can count their points if you can keep that together in your head. And you can make those decisions. Well, here's what's interesting to me. So I have, we've played enough of this now that I have seen people win taking two scoring cards and Mm -hmm. just going all in. On, I'm going to win these two things. And I've seen people win taking eight scoring cards
2: and Mm -hmm. trying to
0: vary their points. So it really is what is available to you. There's some legit strategy. And do you make a good decision at the right time? There's interesting
3: choices to make at every level. And what I find interesting, especially because I've only played with, mostly played with like three or four people, like larger games, uh, is that you have to be a way like, you know, you know that there's so many of each. Type of the six ingredients. Right. Like, there's nine. Yep. For for X number of players, there's nine of each ingredient. And so, like, you look at everybody else as, like, oh, they've got a lot of uh, cap or they've got a lot of tomato. And then, like, well, then should I be getting ones that sort tomato at this point or right. should I, like, try and bet on something? Else? Like, what are, what is everybody trying to grab? Sure. And then, yeah. like, do you want to get into different areas or do you want to compete against them? Because I have definitely yeah. hate drafted in that game too. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. can do that, but, like, that's not necessarily going to be the best thing. Well, I've played
1: every variant between, like, two to six players. Player. Like right. when we demoed it, it was a six player game. And like there is no one strategy. It is literally just what is available. And like right. you can't plan your you have to turn be very adaptive. four turns right. ahead. Like yeah. you gotta No Even like one turn ahead, you can't be looking. You can be like, I hope that card stays. Right. But right. like you shouldn't strategize until it is your turn.
0: Well, and the interesting thing and, and the way you kind of have, like have to change your way of thinking about games a little bit. So, you know, if Maddie's playing in front of me, mm-hmm. I can look at that scoring card and I can both think, I hope Maddie doesn't take that scoring card. I also hope Maddie doesn't take anything in that column. Yep. Cause if she does, that scoring card Good is plan. now coming off the board and going into that column as an ingredient. And so either way I'm losing it. And so it, It seems to maximize your opportunities for, oh, holy shit, please don't take that. It's about managing chaos. Yeah, like, that's exactly
1: more
3: right. than any it's, other game. That it's I such can a
1: small package game yeah. right. as well. Like I just kept it in my bag for the rest of GenCon. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and like if we were like waiting for ten minutes, it was like great. Well, here's the surface. Let's play this game that I just bought. That's exactly yeah.
0: right. It it has the same effect for me as so like at Origins, I was really hot on Legendary Forests, which I still think is one of the most travelable games I've played. Mm-hmm. Second Chance, similar. Yeah, uh, you can bust it out anywhere. You can play it in ten minutes. I think Point Salad has both of those beat. I agree. Yeah, and you know what? Like if you really you could throw all those cards in a fucking Ziploc bag yeah. and throw it in your backpack. And no, you, that's a purse game, right? It's, it's going in Sarah's purse with like uh, the the oh god, what's it called? The stupid movie game we play at bars, and then like oh uh, yeah, yeah, love letter and shit. You can just draw right. out of your purse and like just start playing. And yeah, there it right. is, boom, board game in a bag. I mean, it is. You uh, don't even need to bring the rule book. What is there to consult? Right. Well, yep. uh, Take you need, a score condition for a number
3: of players. You need to remember yeah. how many ingredients. Yeah, that'd be order. your only rule, yeah, I guess. It, yeah. But
0: even then, it's like yeah. Um. So. Uh, having said that, a lot of the stuff we talk about here, about on here tends to be like crunchy or thinkier and they're mm-hmm. like higher price points. A lot of the games we talk about are $40 plus. This thing is $20. Uh, it is an absolute blast. It plays well at two. It plays well at its max player count. It's a great gateway game. It's great if you're just into games or want to play a lot of games and the replayability is
3: through the roof. Yeah, you can't get it's ramen so at good. Gen Con for
0: $20. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
3: And the thing is, you can't feel too bad if you lose because like, again, it's so chaotic. Right. It's like, it's a lot of it's outside of your control. And
0: also it took you 10 minutes to lose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Shuffle exactly. up and deal.
3: Do it again. It yeah. is yeah. a game.
1: If the first time you play it, you're like, oh, fuck, let's play this again. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, I've never played it just once in a sitting. No. This is, a, mm-hmm. this is an important observation. Yeah. Um, so to our friends at Flatout Games, Sean, Molly, Robert—I mean, really and truly, like, absolutely great job to them. Congratulations! It is worth all of the praise. It's worth all of the hype. We cannot uh, wait for Calico and all the other stuff you have going on. To AEG, great job on finding a diamond in the rough uh, or a carrot in the salad. That's a that's a metaphor that I just I just kind of like came up with. Is that's it worth like pizza long ways cut? Yeah, that's like exactly just right. once down the middle. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, gotta love that if and you add a it, pepper that's worth eight points <laughs> it, they've been billing it as the uh, the the sushi go replacement in terms of like quick party games I think it blows it out of the water find yourself a copy of Point Salad uh, it's one of the hardest recommendations I've given on this podcast and on that note more things to talk about Right, Maddie, what you about to scull? All
1: right, then. What I'm drinking? No, we're not doing that. Uh, It's the Full City Beer Good Times Ginger Lime Shandy. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's uh get in on that.
0: Right. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. That's all I ever hear. (laughs) Maddie is yeah. yeah, Nah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah.
1: Nah. Nah. Yeah. Uh. Well, that's actually really nice. Ooh. That's a solid four. That is drinkable AF. Oh, nice. Let me get in there. Like, there's nothing amazing about it, but I could skull the shit out of that.
0: For those of you uneducated <laughs> or un, uninvited, oh, wow. Yeah, no. Nah, heavy just in the ginger. Yeah, no. Real good. In the way of the Australian, <laughs> skull would mean to drink all of it. Chug is is a word that we may use. Finish. Yeah. The ginger and the lime make it like...
3: So light, it's just it's like light. A, it's a salted You forget almost. you're
1: like, drinking beer. Yeah, I don't get
3: the ginger that much. I don't know. It's no the the ginger the, and the
0: lime make it very sort of acidic on the back mm. end. That is very. It's like it, yeah,
1: it feels like like the aftertaste now with that white is like mm-hmm. I've eaten a gingerbread cookie. Here's
0: what I want to say about it. Um, it's a four for the record books. By the way,
1: here's yes. it tastes
0: like. What happens if you took sugar out of Sprite? Yeah. And yeah. I don't know that I want that. What yeah. like,
1: makes it worse? Don't say that. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, but that's kind of what I'm like. It's all of the the feeling you get after you drink a Sprite with none of the actual sweetness of drinking a Sprite. That's, that's probably a three for me. It's still a four in the books. But what I will say is that there's a level of hot past which a beer is not going to help. Yes. I would still drink that beer. 100%. Like, yeah, there's no cloying. It's so no. bubbly. Like, that is, mm. yeah. Right. I think that would still be refreshing in... A stupid level of hot outside. Yeah, to Maddie's point, yeah. if that was cold enough, I would drink that anywhere. Yeah. If it yeah. were hot. Yeah. It just it yeah, it's not terribly flavorful for me. Mm-hmm. Um it's
1: got just enough I could drink it without realizing I'm drinking. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I
0: mean, um, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. I would that, yeah. I would yeah. definitely drink nah. like a six yeah. pack of those. Yeah, that's definitely a beer that you want to sneak up on you. Yeah. Um
1: It's your garage sale beer. Mm-hmm. Oh. You just... It's just there? I'm going to
0: tell you right now, because we got side beers going. We were talking about this on the Discord the other day. We're all drinking Cucumber Crushes from 10 Barrel Brewing, which I don't think we've actually reviewed on the podcast. Have we not? I don't think so. Maybe we should do one today. Well, we have no, a list. No, you have to have. Right. Sure. I, d- I don't think we have. we got the list. Uh, I will tell you right now, this has become my new, like, anytime beer. And this is peak garage sale beer for me. But we should review it later and do, like, a more formal thing. I'm still going to go with Green Zebra. With oh, my, my God. With my green beers. The most... Anyways, um, uh, okay. So we're, we had a nerd splainer, but then we were bowling the other day and we were talking about nerd splainer things that were kind of sports splainery things. And so correct me if I'm wrong here, club. what we've decided to do is mash up the splainers, uh, Nerd was still number one vote getter. I right. just wanted to like, yeah. I, they still love me. So more. it's like big splainer. That's yeah. what we yeah, we're just gonna call it Splainer now. But Caleb first. You got some splainer to do? Yes, because Caleb is okay. the best. The Does that make you feel better? <laughs> D- is anyone here surprised to hear that they like Caleb better? No, you've looked at our no. Facebook feed? Oh, okay, you get it. Um uh and so what are we talking about? Uh, We're going to talk about superstition, uh, because I've found that we are both equally susceptible to it in our various hobbies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sportsplainer. uh, Mm -hmm. There are sports superstitions, which are legend at this point. Yep. Um, And with the advent of online dice shaming, uh, we are increasingly led into the world of uh, the way that gamers don't understand how probability works and have... Uh just started to worship their dice like some sort of animalistic totem of a dark god that may serve them or punish them for their sins. Uh so yeah, I figured like we could both do the craziest shit that people have done uh for dice or for sports or for to sports win. in yeah. terms of superstition. And I think they're both equally silly. So I'm gonna start. Yeah. And I'm gonna talk about myself a little bit, which I know oh, is yeah. a, a new no, thing for I'm, us yeah. here on the podcast mm-hmm. to talk about our own our own weird oddities. Um, so uh, as you all probably know, I don't do any actual sporting, but I do a lot of novelty or hobby sports. So beer pong, yep. Shuffleboard, yep. Bowling, duh. Bags and or cornhole, depending on your proclivities. Absolutely. Even bocce. (laughs) New thing for me. Cornhole Uh, always depends on your proclivities. it It really does. It really does. It's a choice all the way down. Uh, 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 bocce. Yes. Very into it. So, uh, in all of these settings... Before I take a shot, I do like a three to four bird bounce. Yeah, the it's little four yeah.
1: little bird hops. Yep, yeah. that's right. Always a bird, bird bounce. Yep. So
0: I get my feet set and I square up and then I just do a little bit of a bounce, like on my knees, right at the waist. So I, I break at the knees, little bend at the waist, just one, two, three, it's four. Like
1: non committal squats. That's exactly
0: right. And then you either take your in bowling, you take your backstroke, uh, or in beer pong, at the end of 4 when you come up you can move your hand forward as a singular motion to let the to release and i need to say something about this cuz you're mocking me and I it don't is care. Adorable. I'm not. I don't Thank think this you. is, I don't think it even qualifies as superstition. It does. If I don't do it, I'm not good. I know. I, this. No, that's state dependent memory, like, though. That, that actually be, counts. It may be routine. First yeah. first day yeah, I got here
1: last year, we all went bowling. Yeah. And it's the first thing I noticed about you. I was right. like, there you yeah. go. That <laughs> is a Spencer Harris move. <laughs> but
0: I think <laughs> about it. And, and when I do, like when we do bowling outings for my company, uh they actually insist that we film a brief bit of everyone on the team doing the bounce because Aww. so the suit now where the superstition starting to play is i have to fight against the urge to not do it because i don't want to get mocked and i've just got to commit i've got to commit i do it every time uh in in more real terms uh so last year i wore the same chief shirt for every game did and- you wash it Yes, I did. Absolutely. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. That, that's better for me. Right. Same than, chief th- shirt. Not washing it thing. And then I did not wear that chief shirt and I went to Adobe's peak dive bar in Springfield, Missouri and we lost. Okay. So went back, <laughs> went back to chief shirt. We won. Then a couple games later, went back to Adobe's for a primetime game, not wearing chief shirt and we lost. Maybe so,
1: it's Adobe's and not the shirt. Well,
0: moving forward, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to account for both of these things by both wearing the shirt and not going to Adobe's. Maybe you were hundreds of miles away from the actual football game I mean, and the had real no test effect on it. It's to wear the
3: shirt at Adobe's.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah. Have
3: you thought about well, that. Well,
0: but then the problem is, I, I mean, you, I guess there were you could were controlling for, that way. Guys, I don't think we need to be throwing the word test around here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it is an interesting question. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's the thing that, like so I understand the the absurdity of all this. I do. Um, I also know that like some of the most famous athletes in history were notoriously superstitious and would do disgusting things like not washing their clothing or their jock straps or, 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 you know, like wearing the same pair of socks. And so I get all of it. I, I get that. It seems ridiculous. I also think whatever it is that gets you into a mental, a socio emotional, a physical state that makes you feel more comfortable, I don't think that that's fucking voodoo, man. Like, I think that that's part of the process of getting you mentally and or emotionally prepared to play. Here's the thing. I I get it uh, if it's like a state-dependent memory thing. Sure. Because that's fair. Yeah. Uh, And you play all games of the same type. Yeah. You play dexterity-based games. Sure. So I I get that. Uh, So there's that. Um, I, I, I don't regard that as superstition. Um, I don't regard like even players doing it at certain position to a certain point because while like wearing the same jockstrap and never washing it for a game, yeah, is not state dependent memory because filth has no cap; just it can just get increasingly more filthy. It's <laughs> essentially a different jockstrap and a different yeah. microbiological ecosystem every time you put it on. God. Um, uh, so I imagine it has to feel different. Uh, but like I get it, but like the pressure of doing that on a professional level. Um, I think would drive anyone a little bit insane, and we For all sure. have maladaptive coping mechanisms, and one of them would be believing in voodoo. Yeah, um, mm. yeah, like nonsense. But fans, that's where I never. So my T-shirt have thing. never. Don't get that. Don't understand why you think that's a thing. Don't understand why you think you have any effect on the game. Have never understood like the we won like premise of sports when you were watching TV. You, I mean. I I appreciate your contributions in many fields, Spencer. I don't know if you do. I don't think you have had anything to do with either the Kansas City Royals or the oh. Kansas City Chiefs I want winning rigorous or losing testing. any game. Right. Um,
1: rigorous testing. I, we yeah. need the, the shirt, the home, the bar, Let's and we a, need all com- combinations. Again, I
0: don't think we're using tests in <laughs> an accurate way here mm-hmm. uh, in terms. We are. We would learn something from it. Um,
1: <laughs> I, I mean,. I just keep thinking of the Frazier episode where the, like, a basketball player ruffles Niall's hair before the right, game. Right. And he becomes, like, the good luck charm.
0: Here, this is the thing, right? Wow. Like,. It's been a while since I've heard a Frasier reference. Frasier, good, Frasier, I'm, Frasier I'm a, is the bomb. Frasier <laughs> is peak sitcom and some Frasier episodes are some of the funniest things ever written in the history of television. I'm, I'm like, not anti they get in Frasier. Getting court-sized
1: seats so this guy can ruffle his hair before every game. It's great. Here's I, the I'm thing. just
0: saying like the woman who makes me feel like a an ancient like Methuselah like <laughs> creature like right. when i reference thing is like what's that i wasn't bored. Right. like i wasn't expecting a fraser reference i'm just saying oh i
1: live and die by that <laughs> series
0: <laughs> i i hear you and and there are parts of me that deeply understand what you're saying <laughs> that there's not a chance in hell <laughs> no butterfly effect bullshit <laughs> yeah. that the t-shirt i wear on a sunday yeah. has any bearing mm-hmm. on the kansas City but Chiefs. what if it
1: does having said that
0: I'm 99% 99.9% certain you're certain you're right.
1: <laughs> sure Yep.
0: Shirtin. Sure, Cuz of the shirt. Sure. <laughs> I'm I'm the remaining percentage points fractionally or otherwise not positive you're correct about
1: I believe that. in your magical powers.
0: And I don't <laughs> I, and I know in my core that that violates almost everything that I hold near and dear in my life, the ability to prove things, show evidence, be reasonable. And I'm willing to look past all of that if and when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl because I wore the right t-shirt, man. I need you to know this. (sighs) I know. And and my guess is here... I spent the entire back half of a Super Bowl in your kitchen because we were no longer... I was no longer allowed to watch the game. To be clear, to be clear, A, we had a lot of evidence for this, and B... (laughs) (laughs) I let it go before everybody else did. Sarah and Brandy enforced that harder than I did, okay? But it did just so happen that every time Caleb started paying attention to the football game, something bad happened for the Chiefs. And so So I spent the entire game in a kitchen. Yes, Caleb was kicked out of the room for the back half of the game. That's
1: not crazy at all. For what (laughs) it's
0: worth, I also wasn't in the room for the back half of the game because I couldn't watch it for my health. So we still had a pleasant Mm -hmm. evening, kind of. Um, both of you sitting in the kitchen crying (laughs) it was not (laughs) blessed I did rip something off my walls at the (laughs) conclusion of the game having said that I'm sure you you all have encountered equally untied to reality practices in fucking dice rolling like I know this is not anathema to you dice
1: accursed yeah that's
0: exactly right I don't do it you in particular yeah. You are literally, and I mean this out of the worst dice roller I've ever seen. Oh, no. I am epic. Uh,
3: it's amazing. And this is the... What? That's because you don't use sharp edge dice. Yeah. Th- okay. There. Yeah, and there, there it, it is. is. <laughs> that is your... That That's is... not superstitious at all. That's scientific. No, it's not. That's
1: fucking bullshit. Science That's is the in thing. the name, guys. did you read
3: Luzaki's crazy unabomber Have you manifesto? had him yell
1: at you for 15 minutes as you're trying to buy two sharp-edged dice for a Red Markets game? Because no. he will just Look, keep you there yeah, for 15 minutes. So here's minutes the thing.
0: He Ross claims that sharp-edged Jeez. dices have <laughs> destroyed the true randomness beyond a quantum computer's ability mm-hmm, to calculate mm-hmm. it. Casino's need um, sharp-edged And it's dice. because Luzaki has given him a pamphlet that has... Uh, <laughs> 0.001-inch margins uh, and is crammed with four-point font of a madman um, uh, and has spent entire hours just most most Q&As at like Gen Con have like a a Q&A session. They don't have an hour of a man angrily ranting about dice Mm -hmm. i once walked to my hotel with Zluzaki, and he told me that if he didn't win a copyright suit with somebody he was working with he was going to burn the warehouse (laughs) and then he kept talking after we turned a corner and he didn't notice we weren't there um and you still attest to them as if they are it's it's do do you have some dice juju issues no Yes, because I use sharp edge. Oh, yes. there, oh my there, God. there it is. There <laughs> I, it is. Okay, I so borrowed
1: good. Aaron's dice once, and I did nothing but critical failures. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? Maybe these dice are cursed. Aaron, take them back. No,
0: they're, they're not, not edge. Okay, dice can be misbalanced. They can be produced exactly. in a different way. You can test that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't test for that. I'd be curious, Ross. You've played. I would. I mean, I'd. I'd hedge a bet. Ten thousand hours of RPGs at this table.
3: I at least twenty.
0: Yeah. Do you not even have a thing about about, like setting or your position at the table so like when I was playing poker mm-hmm. a lot I had a lot about like my position at the table or like a token I don't I didn't have a token thing but a lot of the people yeah. I had play with had token issues.
3: I mean, if I'm if I get to be a player um, uh, in a campaign, like for uh, I, I I get more superstitious as the campaign goes on. Like about what? Um, like certain dice roll better than others. Uh, like when I was playing the c Two, the Caleb's Rain campaign, like there are certain d tens I'd... like in the back of the game was like, oh no, not you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't get to. Yeah, no. Yeah, this is an important roll. Fuck well, off. Because like when I was debating for yeah. a while, uh,
0: I, I I won a big round while I had mm-hmm. a bottle of ethos water from Starbucks mm-hmm. sitting. On the table, mm-hmm. did not debate certain the rest of the year without s- ethos water sitting on the table.
3: There, there have been certain games where the uh, <laughs> EasyRollerDice.com dice, uh, dot so com, wait, uh, dice cup has uh, come up. <laughs> you a, bought yeah. a type of appeal as yeah. water. <laughs> yeah, this episode brought to you by Starbucks. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, like, it did comes you just goes, like frame it right. so, the, so the judges could see it? Like ethos. this guy has ethos oh, right here, both yeah. literally, absolutely. I did. Yeah, right. yeah. I, like, I didn't like, hide
3: it. Priming. All right. Yeah, it's like the three on that shit vinegar beer. Like David, he he he's he's claimed he soaked dice overnight in like rum. No, and David
0: will soak dice overnight in rum. He will no. speak to them. Yeah, uh, he will have he will have Let's conversations speak. with them so that they roll well. Please roll well. Um, yeah, yeah. He, uh, His yep.
3: brother Mark has apparently destroyed dice in front of other dice as an example. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make them fear you. <laughs> ah, that's
3: brilliant. I, yeah. I know you're not familiar with YouTube. This is an entire
0: film no. of YouTube. There is an entire dice shaming yeah. genre on YouTube. One of which I've seen includes having all the other dice arranged so that they can see while a D20 yeah, gets it's like destroyed a in a drill press uh, for rolling a natural one. Uh, and yeah. It seems, it seems reasonable.
3: No, it's not. Uh, it's not
0: reasonable.
2: It, it isn't until strapless. it works.
0: Look, I once rolled seven critical failures in, <laughs> in your game. game I designed right. one time. I did not throw the dice away because it's not a competitive thing. There wasn't money on the line. It was just funny. Like, wait, but I, but, I want
1: but, a but, red markets game with as money on the line. Right. Yes, uh, <laughs>
0: well, I have actually thought about playing with actual <laughs> like your charges are actual coins. But uh, wait, yeah, I've thought about. Are you saying if gambling. there was money on the line, you would have thrown those dice out? I, I no, uh, maybe I would have gone mad. Let me ask this question: Is superstition a question of stakes for you? Then oh. I imagine it must be because yeah. like I've never cared about as many things as anything as much as you care about a Kansas City Chiefs football game. It's probably true. So like I have to think that's the separating power that makes because otherwise you're a rational person, but yeah, now you're just like I have to wear this magic shirt at the right like mm-hmm. location so that the ley lines. Listen, lie man, down. it's not my fault. It's magical. I bought it. I didn't know what I was doing, but <laughs> now that I wield that yeah. power, I have to do it responsibly, dude. It's not about me. It's, it's just, about the shirt. It's no, a, no, it's yeah. about astrology. And hmm. I want to think, what made my friend go insane? I get it if you were a professional athlete and under the, like yep. pressure that no human was meant to be under. But I don't understand it when you're watching something on television. But I'm a professional <laughs> fan. And think about that pressure, too. <laughs> but uh, like, I
1: almost <laughs> get the yeah. dice rolling more than the watching sport because you're actively involved in within the Maddie you've
0: not watched a football game All with me right. I am actively okay. involved and I'll be
3: clear I don't get the dice roll like <laughs> Right. Well, I, I I think you're right because like when I'm a game master, I don't care as much. Like, but when I'm right. a player in a campaign Stakes. when I care about my guy who was raised by beavers, uh like then I god damn it. I
1: mean I kinda like failing yeah. in a game with dice roll because it just makes it entertaining.
3: It depends on what the failure is. If it means my character's dead, then no. Well, I have but if it killed he...
1: many a character. <laughs>
3: I've also
0: I've also had an amazing streaks uh with uh dice rolls like uh Bigglesworth in the Call of oh, Cthulhu yeah, game where yeah. Glancy Near the end of it was just trying to kill him, and yeah. he was a fucking invincible. Um, that was that was an that amazing was sharp edge dice. That was an amazing critical uh, impale string. But that's how probability works. There yeah. there are a series of strings. Yeah, but 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 you kept, would would you agree that would you agree or disagree that in those moments you pushed your luck a little bit more because you felt like you were on a heater. I just wanted to see if he could die. Okay, then I feel like that. That call it a heater, call it a, an edge case test, whatever you want to call it. I think push the limit statistical probability. I think that's superstition a no, little bit. But here's the thing: you're violating. If it was superstition, I've lost those dice. The, if those well, dice were my magic dice that right. could do anything, I don't right. even own those anymore. I don't know where they're at. There was a two year period of playing poker where I mean, but for like life or death stakes, and even then, I would like I would occasionally get involved. There was no amount of money you could put in front of me where I would not play a 9-10 offsuit. Just, like, not a question. Like, what? Yep. That doesn't make a lot of
1: sense. (laughs) That's statistics.
0: Because I just, like, it didn't matter, like, 9-10 off against kings. Okay, fine. I won. 9-10 odds off against ace king. Okay, I won. There was, like, a two-year period where I won with that hand 95% of the time. Don't know why. Don't know how. The fucking universe, man. Mm -hmm. But, but... Unless it was literally like uh, end of the night, it was me or someone else and I would lose my ability to make money in this game. And even then I was still kind of like testing the statistical limits of this and would do it occasionally. I would play 10-9 offsuit regardless. I just
1: want Spencer to start rolling a D100 before the the games now and see how they play.
0: Oh, he's a pretty bad dice roll. I'm a bad dice roll. The thing is, I was the worst dice roller I'd ever met before I started playing dice games with Caleb. <laughs> at, at which point, I became the second worst dice roller I've ever met. I am, I am a terrible dice roller. Uh, Settlers of Catan is an an actual nightmare for me. Uh, the the few RPGs I've played, I've not rolled particularly well. I just don't roll dice well, whatever that means. Uh, not that it's a skill, but if it is, I don't have it. But I feel like there are people who are better at this than I am. Or maybe it's just they've got more data to say over time the math bears out. And here's the thing. I will also uh, name names here. Part of this is that we don't want to look behind the curtain. Because part of people who are very lucky at dice rolls is the fact that they are... Cheating at dice Whoa. rolls? Damn. not the name names. Not the name names. Surely um, not. Some people who are lucky with dice rolls happen to be dice rolling behind like a fucking curtain. Caleb and, you is know, doing
1: air quotes. Just saying, yeah.
0: I, I, wow. I'm just saying. It's all probability. It's all chance. Nothing matters. Everything is random atoms colliding into each other uh but but I for some reason rpgs and sports fans share this one thing which is this absurd ability to you know write a check to the universe and get a d20 or have a sports team hundreds of miles away to win
1: yeah, yeah. like i have one set of dice i use for everything no matter what like unless i've forgotten to bring it with me when i borrow aaron's dice and they're cursed. <laughs> Everything's fine. Honestly, (laughs) Aaron did that though. We all know it.
3: (laughs) Um, Before we end, though, I do want to mention uh, there is actually a tabletop RPG based on Fraser called Boss Dragons and Scrambled Eggs.
1: Why haven't we played that, Peyton?
3: I just I sent you the link like a week ago. Damn it! Yeah. Anyways. I would play that.
1: We have a day. No,
3: No, I feel
0: strongly that I could be both Niles and/or the dad. Or hot take, I could also play Eddie. Yeah, I I was going to go for the dog. I could be British. Yeah. You could, you could be Daphne. Well, who's the who's the lady? Can the, I be the, the guy? Ross and Daphne. I could be Ross. Can yeah, I be a guest could. star dating Daphne? Uh, Roz,
1: and is, making like, Niles Roz is a little too. You have to be five guest stars. Over the top, <laughs> okay. knifey.
0: You know what I mean? Like you have a little, more, you have a lot more empathy than Ross. Aw, yeah, man. Right. Who's I'm the wounded. sports guy?
3: Bulldog. Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I would definitely be bulldog. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Anyways, on that note, we're gonna talk about the Fraser RPG and get some beer. We'll be right back.
1: God, I like Fraser. <laughs>
0: Caleb, let me tell you what you're drinking. I'm not going to let you type this into the document yet because the description of this beer is really and truly maybe the weirdest description of a beer. I'll that just type had on as I show. go. You're not going to be able to. Okay. Good luck to you, though. All right. So this is brewed and packaged by, I'm guessing Pohala, maybe Pajala, out of <laughs> Estonia.
1: <laughs> just Caleb's face is like Pajala
0: in Estonia. I know. Right. It's called. <laughs> It's called Raha Raha R A H E Rahe Raha, Raya. I don't know. Oh, okay, was that four Rahas or just the just, one? Just the pronounced one. I was just trying it every possible syllabic variation. Doing it live. R A H E. All right. Here's the description. This is an Imperial Goza style ale with sea buckthorn. <laughs> Oh, I used that in The Witcher. It's, yeah. uh, drowners are allergic to it. Right. <laughs> Vanilla, salt, coriander, and lactose. So I don't know what the fuck this
3: is. What it's, percentage is that?
0: Only seven and a half. You could yeah. drink a couple of these. Yeah, I don't
3: know they made Imperial Ghosts. Well,
0: no, and, and you need to because this is only 20% of your daily value of sea buckthorn. So you'd need <laughs> to have a few of them. <laughs> Uh, in, order, <laughs> the, in order to get all your you shit know, in. You know, you actually don't need that much sea buckthorn. It's the big sea buckthorn oh. lobby. Ah, it's like I it. dairy. I get it. Um, no, you it's, have like at a, least it's like a B12 scenario. Yeah. Right, well, you're going to have to remind me to type this in. Uh, whatever <laughs> the fuck it is. Anyways, enjoy oh, the... Oh, that's an accent mark. Right. I'm going to have to go to the, like, the insert menu. Just hold, it. Like... just hold it down. Hold down the letter and <laughs> you're good to go. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Macs are very user-friendly. Okay. Good. Enjoy whatever that is. It might actually be good. I don't know what sea buckthorn tastes like, but vanilla and goza are not words that I've ever seen together, and I think probably but for good reason.
1: Lactose oh. and coriander shouldn't go <laughs> together either.
0: Lactose is just such a weird thing for beer. Uh, he seems to be. I don't know what the fuck sea buckthorn is, but I want more of it. Ooh. Really? Tell me more. Give That's me that. That's damn good. Like five good or four um, good. It is very subtle. It reminds me a lot—not of Three Philosophers in flavor, but in complexity. There is. Oh, on I on. can taste all of that stuff except for sea buckthorn because I don't know what it is. But there's also stuff in there that I cannot taste, and I like—I can't tell what it is. That might be the sea buckthorn, but what I can is- taste the salt. I can taste a little bit of vanilla. I can taste the coriander. I get some copper on the end that I'm if, I do not. I did not get that. What
1: if buck fawn is a person? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, oh my god! Bahala is people. Honestly, less weird than amber. You does. didn't mention
3: that this was Himalayan rock salt, by the way. Oh, oh sorry. Well, well, it didn't say that are. on the description that I read. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, it yeah. read it on the side of the label. Well, I don't. I don't, mean, I don't like the aftertaste on that
0: even a little bit. I'm okay with it. Ooh,
1: get, that is nice. That's it's more nice for me.
0: It's nice on the front, and then the aftertaste gets oh, and then it gets
1: coffee up. Yep.
0: I don't oh. get that, but it's not the best thing I've ever had, but it's a lot better than I was expecting, considering what you did to me. A lot of copper on the back end. Um, so yeah, I quite like it. It's a I'm, four. I'm guessing sea buckthorn is a type of metal now at this point. Or That's, blood. Yeah, or blood. Uh, no,
3: it's a plant. A, it's b- a person a is bloody... Blood, fact. Well, it, it, yeah, it's just like a bush kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Well... Okay.
0: Delicious bush. Um, Caleb, what are we talking about? Uh, we're going to talk about, and we make a pair, a jo- Joey Rogers suggestion that I just could not give up. I, I It was just too good. You were enthused by this pick. Uh, it's sort of like a monkey paw, like like the box scenario with with our personal cannon behind it. Yeah. So I'll just get in there. Um, this seems like a make a pair or a mock draft idea. You get Christian the beer hole recently and likened it to a memory hole that got me thinking what if you threw something in there and it came out a beer if you tossed in a copy of the communist manifesto would it come back months later as a czech pilsner or something if kurt vonnegut fermented into a nice bourbon hell i don't know you work it out here's the: can i make a request yeah because what we're going to do here is we're going to go back and forth Mm -hmm. you're going to give me a person i'm going to give you a person well i've got four things person place thing and idea right Can I can I just make a request? It has gotten nigh impossible to parse specific beers on this podcast. Well, that's the thing. We gotta establish rules. So, does it have to come out of beer, or just some form of alcohol? Come out of Uh, nice shandy?
1: Yeah. No, he'd be
0: like a Malbec, like some sort of like or uh, or like a snooty wine. I don't know. I don't know any of those. Okay, so if he's a snooty wine, we have the ru- We have to establish the rules. That's they come back. He, it just has to be alcoholic, and and can it be alcoholic type rather than label? I guess is what I'm. I saying. I suppose, but you get extra points for extra being specific. Points. Okay, I'm fine with that. Um, how long does it take for the beer hole to uh, regurgitate its reform? I think it's. I think it's instant- instantaneous. All right, I like that. Okay, throw a thing in, get a thing out. All right. Um, it, it's not a. It's not a fermentation process. All right. It's, okay. It's the herodric cube of mm-hmm. of things. Um, you want to start. So, I'm going to give you something to throw into the beer hole? Person, place, thing. I'll let you request. What do you want first? Uh, I think it's like an idea. An idea? Yeah. All right. Uh, you are going to throw into the beer hole the concept of the Illuminati. Ooh. There's a secret cabal that controls the world. They're mm-hmm. definitely not a real thing. They're just an idea. <laughs> You're going to throw that conspiracy theory idea concept into the beer hole With all of the power of your intention, throw it in there, and what's going to come out? Man, that is a really good fucking question. Mm -hmm. And I actually think I have a good answer for this. So, I don't love scotch. We've talked about this in the past. Not really my jam. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure... So, I think you were with me. We were sitting at what used to be called what the fucking uh cb social house oh yeah, yeah. downtown social yeah social and then was social and then was something else and now is nothing um oh is it closed now yeah it's dead yeah yeah I mean, uh, when they change the menu every three hours yeah yeah, yeah. An interesting business model <laughs> um but uh doug riddle mm-hmm. friend of the show and just beer and cocktail extraordinaire yeah the person who should be doing this podcast really and truly should <laughs> you know not but should um <laughs> Doug was talking to us. They had an entire wall of whiskey, and it was a feat to behold, their whiskey wall. I mean, mm-hmm. a rival J-O-B. Really. Oh, no, they had some amazing shit. Yeah. And Doug and I were talking, I think while you were there one evening, we were getting mm-hmm. kind of drunk at the bar, um, the, uh, about scotch and the problem of scotch and how I didn't care for it. And I said, the other problem is like, to get a really good scotch, you've got to pay through the fucking nose to get anything that isn't just super peaty or disgusting. And Doug said, no, 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 listen, here's this thing that no one ever talks about, and it's like fifteen dollars a bottle or whatever twenty dollars a bottle and it's fucking unbelievable and it's lismore scotch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i, I was th- there yes and I remember everything we like, got hammed on lismore <laughs> scotch well on everything yeah. we just kept talking about we like i was just like yeah the best one i had that was like really hard to get a straight ahead snowflake he's like you mean this and right it just like comes out of a sleeve like yeah. some sort of whiskey wizard right yeah and mm-hmm. so for me if the illuminati as a concept, was an alcohol. It'd be the thing that like no one talks about because they don't know, but once you know, you're in the fucking club. The $15 club. scotch that secretly rules the world. That's exactly right. Okay, all right. And once you're in, I like you that. fucking know it. Yeah, you know good. what I mean? All and right. and it, Good or bad, you're in the club now. So all you can, all you can think of anymore when you think of scotch, Lismore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say it's Lismore. Uh, that, that's like a pretty deep cut for me. Do you want a person, place, a thing, or an idea? Uh, I'll let you choose. Uh all right now so this one's close to home uh but I I'm thinking this would be the most interesting way to do this so we're going to go person okay and it's Ross Payton <laughs> I can't feed Ross into the wow. beer hole I'm let's right let's assume that mm. producer Ross gets thrown into the beer hole what's Ross come out as I don't want to do this well, producer Ross well, I don't want to <laughs> throw you in there <laughs> you I, I don't wanna... set the standard for this sir Okay, I think I would have to know what the beer hole was about to uh, throw up at me for in exchange for Ross. I'm not sure if it has a lot to do with his uh, personality, but I'm thinking about the only beer I would give up Ross for. Potentially, oh, that's nice. It's gonna be Larouche. You're absolutely right. You're a side project, Larouche, Ross. Aww. He absolutely. Is. That just... is the only beer I would kill you for, <laughs> <laughs> and transform you oh. alchemy like into Ross. Yeah. I don't want you to take this the wrong way. That's not the only beer I'd kill you for, <laughs> but <laughs> I do agree with Caleb's sentiment that it is on the list. Okay. I, I want you to know. How that.
1: long is that list? I do want to just say <laughs> in mojito because I want more of you.
0: Aww, Aww. Aww. disgusting. Wow. Sentiment <laughs> brought to you by the Mix Six. I <laughs> was gonna say
3: Berliner Weiss because. You out know, it's it's very aesthetic.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I would pro- the beer it's hole would probably yeah. the beer hole would probably promise me like. LaRouche and I throw Ross in and like that vaporwave still water can would yeah. probably pop back. Any out. of their four <laughs> vaporwave cans. And in like and in a, like a real wishmaster scenario. Like I'd yeah. be like, we'll give you a LaRouche. I'm like, all right. right. And I wheel Ross thrashing and like a dolly into the beer hole. Splendid jumps out the way. And then just a bunch of still water comes pouring out. Yeah. And I'm like, Absolutely. no, monkey paw. Like, yeah. Uh yeah. you asked for this. <laughs> all right, keep going. I would like a uh I would like a place. All right, we've got to get some use out of it before it disappears. The Arctic.
2: you oh. are going to
0: throw the entire Arctic in there. Wow, okay. So, like, my first instance... This could actually save mankind, because the sea level would not rise very much. It would just turn into a certain
3: type of alcohol. Right. Uh, Would it turn into an equivalent amount? No,
0: we've already established that. Uh, The Illuminati turned into one bottle of scotch, so it is not an equivalent of Just one, yeah. (laughs) yeah.
3: That's just a room of assholes. The Arctic's a little bigger. Right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: My first instinct is like something like a stout, right? Something that you would drink in the winter. Something kind of like themed. Then my second instinct is like vodka, but I'm just thinking like cold. And that's really, that's really Russian. I want minty Mm -hmm. because cold. I, but I kind of like where your head's at here. So like, then part of me wants to be like a real asshole and say like peppermint schnapps.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: like I don't get what these fucking climate scientists are all up in arms about. It's just peppermint schnapps, guys. There's plenty of if it. If I throw the Arctic into the beer hole and peppermint schnapps comes out, I'm going to start voting for John Hickenlooper. That is some. <laughs> that is some. Throw some carbon in the air. Let's get rid of is that goddamn like you just place. Kill Burn it. Global warming
2: happens. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> you
1: drink that. Take a gun. You're fine. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on this one. I'm gonna go peppermint schnapps. I think. Uh, wow. That's. Man, I'm going to be disappointed in sacrificing the entire Arctic. Maybe I don't know. All I, those penguins died for nothing.
1: Think about to all the things. Fair, the sacrifice becomes less and less each day. <laughs>
0: That's it's exactly true. right. It's true. That's exactly right. Honestly. It's- in this a, is why we drink. Yeah, <laughs> in a couple of weeks, you're going to get more out of that bottle of peppermint schnapps than you will the Arctic. Yeah, the, exactly. it's really about waiting. That's yeah. exactly yeah, right. For when you can get minimum exchange <laughs> you're, for a bottle of you're gonna m- You're going to min-max here soon, yeah. and then you throw it in some hot chocolate, and you ain't got to worry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to give you a thing. Okay. And in keeping with the theme of the Peyton household, I'm going to throw haywire into the beer hole. Oh, God. No. Now, the, now, the real answer is he comes out haywire. Uh, because he is creator, he is destroyer, he is all things. The beer hole for him is just, just being.
1: while now holding an alcoholic beverage. It's
0: ontological. Mm-hmm. But what kind of alcoholic beverage might he come out with? Oh, uh, it's easy. It's uh, the leaky mead. That's uh, right. Leaky roof leaky meadery. Roof meadery. <laughs> uh, it, it already tastes like a combination of extremely toxic metals. Much like haywire is. yeah. Uh, So, yeah. If you were to wash haywire off and capture the liquid. With like an industrial grade solvent. Like something that should not be ingested. Poison control level um, chemicals. Something that was like synthetically blue before you started using it. Mm -hmm, And then it mm -hmm. ran down off of haywire. Like Barbasol or something. Like you just, yeah.
1: Have you guys ever mentioned that it's just in the lounge room staring at you if you're sitting on the couch watching TV. Oh, yeah, he's just... Like, placement is just always where you are. Lurking. (laughs) He
0: also has a copy of Atmosphere, right? Ross's primary mantle aesthetic is eyes watching you. (laughs) Um,
3: Yeah. God, that's true. I'm real sad we didn't play Atmosphere, (laughs) by the way. Dia de los Muertos skull up there or
0: some shit? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. That's that. that those. Uh, that type of uh, skull was actually made by a uh, tribe uh, of uh, indigenous people who use peyote.
1: Of course, it was. See, there yeah. you go. What's your
0: next? That that chart. Tri- that well, all I heard was that skull has peyote. <laughs> in it. Uh, I would take a thing. All right. Uh, we've thrown axes uh, now and again. Yeah. Ooh. What happens if you just wing a hatchet into the beer hole? What's it throw back at you? Oh wow. It's Stillwater Artisanals on fleek. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Th- that's what hits you in the face. Because to- <laughs> because it just comes flying back at you. The and beer hole retaliates. I have to tell you something. Someone was was uh, writing about this in the Discord the other day. Um, they, they, weren't, they didn't have the beer list in front of them, so they were unsure which of the Stillwaters we liked and didn't like. So they bought on fleek. And it instantly reminded me. So there's a bar in town called the Mud Lounge. That at any given time has like, claims to have like 100 plus beers in a, in a fridge. The actual and, number is
2: three. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> honestly, maybe. Uh, it might be three
0: yeah. on a good night. And I don't know what you and I were doing, uh, but we'd been like to a couple of bars before that. And then we're like, I don't know, let's go to the fucking mud lounge and see what they don't have on their menu tonight. <laughs> and you ordered an on fleek, which if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong, is like somewhere between 11 and 13%. Uh, it's It's 13. Yeah. It was also the fourth thing I ordered. Right. Yeah. In a fucking can (laughs) at the mud lounge. And I watched you, to use Maddie's phrase, I I watched you skull it. it, Yeah. And I thought, oh, my God, Caleb's going to die in the mud lounge. Mm -hmm. And it was the, like, sheerest act of bravery and courage I've ever seen. And that's how I feel when I throw an axe. I feel (laughs) my most (laughs) self-actualized human adult. I feel brave. I feel <laughs> courageous. Do <Did> the
1: <laughs> little bird hops happen before the axe throw? I don't you know. know. It yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it you well know it does. Yeah, you know it
0: does. Actually, so I've revolutionized my axe throw. Uh, brief departure. So I used to do a <laughs> hop and then and then swing the axe from down to up. Yeah, and then come yeah down. you do. But actually, when I was in Bentonville a few months ago for my birthday, I've learned that the two-handed overhead axe it's throw so is actually better for me.
1: It's way fucking oh, I'm easier. Oh,
0: I'm way worse at that. Are I are heavy. Yeah, I thought I was too. And I don't bounce as much when I'm overhead because it looks really humpy. And so I've tried to just... <laughs> holding an axe overhead kind of bouncing is not... Aesthetically,
1: it's way less cool. Publicly,
0: okay. Yeah. That adjective for the linguists in the podcast uh, audience was humpy, humpy, humpy. H u m p y. He's the eighth dwarf.
1: I have H- that d- d- no, it's L- not a p
0: e y. No, God no. Yeah, you got no time. You got no time to spell out that extra letter. Humpy. The fact that you got all the all of the previous five in there is kind of impressive. All right. All right. Do you so you have a place and you have a an idea left? Mm-hmm. Which would you care for? Uh, uh, give me a place. Um, a place. <laughs> I'm gonna let you redeem yourself here. Uh-oh. Redeem myself? Yeah. Kansas City. Oh God.
1: <sighs> Is it the new Bush Light? Fucking sponsored latte? by Kansas City <laughs> Bush whatever, Latte. Whatever the. It's the a, ones we had at Bowling? It's a
0: boulevard, but the it's, warm. Okay, it's The Chiefs. Okay, it's a city Chiefs. Yeah, the thing. Yeah, there you go. It's a boulevard, but it's warm. Oh, oh, come on. It's a boulevard, but it's warm, and it's a day past its sell-by-day. A boulevard wheat? Or a boulevard anything? Boulevard wheat. Wow. Day past a sell-by-day, and kind of kind of warm. I'm cruel. <laughs> so cold. No, <laughs> it's not. Such a It's not cold. Heartless bastard. <laughs> uh, what's left on my list? Uh, thing? You have a person. Oh. You per- must sacrifice to the beehole. Okay. Person, who is it? I'm not gonna make you sacrifice a beloved member of this podcast.
1: If you say me and fucking Fosters, I will kill you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sacrifice a beloved member of humanity. Uh oh. Bill Waterson. Oh my god. You have to throw the man who created Calvin Hobbes Jeez. into the beer hole and then drink him. First off, Maddie, you need to know he something. Had, he has a family. <laughs> if I sacrificed you to the beer hole, it would not be a Foster's. It would be a Tui's new, which is the beer that I drank at Outback Aww. because I was enlightened. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Quite I'll a good logger, yeah.
0: Bill Watterson. Oh fuck. Okay, so I need a beer that is punching above its weight, that knows what it's doing, but isn't just the most fucking annoying about it. <sighs> No. Duh. uh, It's a Three Philosophers, I think, from yeah. uh, from Omegon. Oh, there's hidden depth. There's a lot of depth. Yeah. It's smart. I can see that. But it's not unapproachable. Mm-hmm. You can get a Three Philosophers. And you can get some Three Philosophers in those year packs, the 16, 17, and 18. Mm-hmm. Like you can buy Calvin and Hobbes books, like the mm-hmm. Calvin and Hobbes compendium. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are some like upgraded legacy versions of them. But at the end of the day, yeah, pay a little bit more because you're getting a little bit more quality out of it. And then there's so much going on in there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a real rabbit hole all of right. meaning and identity all right. and flavor. Uh, what's all left on your list? Um, I threw an Austin. idea. An idea. I haven't thrown an idea. Uh, well, I mean, here you go. The idea is socialism. Bush heavy. Bush heavy? It's a gold top. Come on. But not not like a recent one. Like it goes back in time, like before they got bought there out. There are no time travel mechanics here, Stokes. You know the rules. There are the well beer hole goes. is magical. I, um, I don't think you get to pick a bush heavy retro bottle. I, I mean, I there think
1: there's no delay there immediately. Yeah, because I'm it, it definitely is. Bam. It's the
0: beer of the people. Oh my god! It is literally it is not the beer of the people. Would you be happy if it was a bush light? Generally, yes, but I just don't think it's the right pick for... I mean, the beer of the people, sure. I don't know that Bush makes the cut, man. Look, man... Bud Heavy makes the cut. Uh, uh, no. Uh, look, I never want to be the kind of person who can't enjoy a Bush Heavy or a Bush Light yep. uh, because I've gotten so deep into the craft hole. And thus far, approaching 600 beers, I am not... Um, you need to say connect to the people Bush uh, is the people. of the people you need Bush to, Light you need to be able to have a good is time the with the of the people I, I will give you Bush Light I think it's a matter of debate but the, the gold top I, I like the I like the symbolism of the gold top the gold is the friends you made along the way Bush Heavy is honestly um, just not yeah. as good it's just uh, not as good if, oh, if, my, if, Sarah will fight you I know she will and she'll win <laughs> and I'm fine with that we've done this before I think it's Bush Light but I appreciate the sentiment on that note we're going to get more beer neither Bush Heavy nor Bush Light And we'll be right back. Spencer, uh, what are you drinking? Honestly, I don't know. Um, Maddie did just say, "Are you do like? Right. An, are you ready? Y'all for, ready this? for this?" <laughs> 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 but we had to cut and start over. Yeah, yeah, Ross deleted the take, and then we just did it again. Yep. yeah. So, yeah. Yep.
1: Why so, would we have fun on the podcast? Ross,
0: <laughs>
3: fun's not allowed. You know, <laughs> what know what I mean? that. That's he, why we're going to feed you
0: into the beer hole.
1: Exactly right. <laughs> oh, we'll for a take. tasty uh.
0: So this is from the Weston Brewing Company out of Weston, Missouri, famous for their uh their man-made snowboarding In opportunities. The West. They have a they have a whole place that generates snow and you can sled down it. I hate that.
1: Well,
3: Wow.
0: I mean,
1: that sounds fun. My that's cousin, like skateboarding, I mean, right. but herdier. It my, sounds
0: bougie as hell and reminds me about climate change. If, if and then been, we don't have natural snow anymore. Snow. That's a good reason. All right. <laughs> yeah. fair if, enough. if you've yeah. been to Western Missouri, you would know it is not bougie as hell. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> my cousin owned a bar there for a little while. Anyways, this is the Father Mess Can. I'm not going to say it the way I think the can wants me to say it, because that's not what we do on the Mix 6. This is the Bog Myrtle Ale. An ale brewed with bog myrtle added. Bog myrtle added. I don't know what bog myrtle is, Ross. I don't know. I'll look it up. Really? Uh, Biology fact. It's Biology a, if it's a
2: plant, fact.
3: That's it, a botany fact, and I don't know. I do. It's it's
0: biology's a big rubric, man. I mean, it all fits up under there. What's bog I mean, myrtle? M Y R L. No, M Y R T L. Well, it's definitely a plant. We feel strongly about that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's
1: a <laughs> plant from a swamp. I'm sure it Could be whale vomit. Delicious. So
0: It's a
3: deciduous shrub whale vomit was growing one to two meters tall. A lot of shrubs We've in had, the beers we today. We had a lot
0: of shrub. A shrub beer. It's a shrub beer. <laughs> it doesn't smell good.
1: Shrubbery. Yeah. Something I want to say. Right.
3: I don't like the can even a little bit. Just fucking drink it. Uh, it's a traditional insect repellent used <laughs> by. Cannabis. Oh,
1: that's great! That's what. That's what you're about to drink. Uh, God, so he close. was almost <laughs> sipping, and then he just pulled that the fuck away from uh, his face. It was
3: used in traditional beers, actually.
1: <laughs> oh, I've never
3: seen Spencer duck. One second. <laughs> I've never seen Spencer duck out of a sip so fast. Just. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it fell into dis- disuse after God, hops. Drink
1: the insect from, from repellent planted, beer. Uh
3: Groot herbs for political and economic reasons. Yeah. So, I'm sure it
1: tastes great. oh, uh, it's
3: commonly used to prepare home flavored schnapps.
1: I mean insect yeah. repellent smells nice. Yeah, I mean it's not bad.
0: Um It could have been worse. No, it's a three. It's uh
3: okay. it uh, it's an ale. It's got like um it's also used as an essential oil to treat sensitive skin and acne. Oh yeah, it feels right. It's yeah. got
0: yeah. some like uh, some like odiness to it. Um, oat yes. to it. it Sweet resinous. It does smell like the inside of a horse's mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I will say that there, <laughs> there's a lot of oat to it, and I'm guessing that's the ale bit. Uh, there's a little bit of sweetness on the back end. Uh, I don't that's think it's not partic- a happy face Oh my god, is three making. is entirely too high. You're I don't, insane. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, uh, look. Uh, yeah,
3: I need to try. I too.
0: don't want to. I, I'm not going to go look for more father mess cans. Oh, the past was a nightmare. This <laughs> is what they
3: drank. This is what
0: was used before hops. No, no wonder there were so many wars. No. Oh. Oh,
1: I don't, oh that's I don't, so
0: bad. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. Um, you're fucking insane. No, you're in, no that's I, a one. That's I think a it's hard one. Comfortably better than that, that coppery son, son of a bitch you're drinking. Yeah, that's no. fine. Eh, it's not great. <laughs> oh, man. It's fine. I mean, I'll I'll drink half of it, probably, yeah. maybe. No. I'm going to go for it. it. Yeah. It's not the best if I, was, if I was an insect, I wouldn't go near you while yeah. you're drinking that. I well, that's say important, that too. I <laughs> mean, get the
1: insect repellent. Right. <laughs> honestly, Definitely. Term, mm. I, I
0: drink it outside just for that, mm. so that seems like a big win. Uh, what are we... Uh, biology uh, facts. We're just, right. like,
1: gargling on our remainder beers mm. right now yeah. to get rid of that taste. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's medium. Uh, what are we talking about? Uh, this is a fire sale. Has it feels like it's been Maybe, a while. It has been. No fires lately. Well, I mean, it's raining a lot. Yeah. We're about to have one. all sold out. Let's do it. Hopefully the bog myrtle's burning down <laughs> so we don't have to drink more of it. Guys, i got to be honest. If you, you find a bog know. myrtle, give it a shot. No, Actually, uh, technically it's a father messican. Lying. But, you know, if you find a bog there's myrtle. other bog Don't myrtle do, myrtle do it. Oils. Right. Oh, I would Just imagine. Just drink insect
1: yeah. repellent. It'll be the same.
0: <laughs> it's a traditional. We've all been there. Treatment. Right. Uh, so how are we going to do this? There's a bunch of us. Here's you what we're going to do. guys do
1: you. I'll I'll I have, you have to ask everything.
0: I have to ask everything. You've, you've gone... Uh, I got tec- it right here. You've gone Luddite. I got it right here. You, you spill Lambic all I, I did. I did. I was... I did do that. I, I, I can Do you want to ask? you want me to ask? I can ask you this one. Okay. Uh, of all the Halloween costumes you have worn, which one is your favorite? Uh, my favorite is Sting, but NWO like pre NWO Sting, where he went like full white white face with the black lines under Ooh. his eyes. The wrestler, uh, not the singer. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, no, I have no interest in dressing up as him. Wow, uh, I would just wear a red light around. But I, <laughs> but but Sting, as in the pre NWO white face wrestler Sting. Last year, I did go as Dustin for Stranger Things though, and did the round Roundtree Halloween parade. Yeah. And it felt very on point for me. If you were going to do a Sting costume, you should dress as a woman named Roxanne and you should have a red light next to you, but don't turn it on. That's what I was saying. Um, (laughs) That's what I was saying. All right. Um, uh, This one's for you. Adam, uh, that was Ken R, by the way. Mine's a a banana costume. It was just so easy to get into. I rocked the
3: banana costume. We
1: don't celebrate Halloween in Australia, so we've never worn a costume on Halloween. Oh, my
3: God. God. I was a zombie. I scared someone at a drive-thru. That feels right. You're going to love living
0: here. Really and truly. (laughs) Um, Adam L. asks, Caleb, this one's for you. What will be the end of the mining of nerd nostalgia for the capitalist pig dogs? Uh, The revolution? Damn. Bam. That's sort of, yeah. Mark's had that. Maddie, Um, this one's for you. Greg Bennett asks, what's the ideal candy for Halloween? What do you like best? (laughs) And what do you like to give?
1: Uh, Definitely a Mars bar. The ones without nuts in them, because that's how they serve them in Australia. Oh,
0: that's reasonable. Halloween is really a treasure trove, literally, of good candy. What's your go-to on Halloween? I do fun-sized candy bars. Yeah. I, can't, a I can't
1: fun-sized Mars bar. I
0: can't afford a full candy bar. One day, maybe I will be able to be the full candy Listen, bar. Charlie house. Bucket, you're fine. Yeah, okay, None uh, of that, Like
1: you know that hard candy bullshit that's just like random shapes. Yeah, don't do that. The same like flavor, no matter the color. Right. Yeah. Don't do that. That's
0: some bullshit. Do but you I, have
1: do with the fun-size candy. Yeah, I ain't yeah.
0: giving anybody no uh no candy corn. Brand smarties, name. though. I'll fuck with some smarties. Yeah,
1: I'll get
3: some smarties. Ross, what's your go-to on Halloween? So I'll get like one of those like big bags at the grocery store that's a variety of stuff. Yeah. Like in like a week or two weeks before Halloween. Yeah. And Wait, then I Halloween gradually pick away the best ones that yeah. I like and then whatever. give the rest away. Yeah, yeah. Is so Halloween you, you coming give up, the detritus like to children. Halloween yeah, yeah. Questions. End of October, so not too far. Okay, yeah, yeah, too much. Hey, cool. yeah. Free, it's still free candy. And I I get one of the good variety good grab bags. Like, you know, one of those 10. Not the knockoff shit yeah yeah like there's there's fucking all right i'll do this one yeah uh zef
0: one rum zef Mm -hmm. zef one rum uh Mm -hmm. that says fuck marry kill monopoly sorry or uno
1: oh god
0: um okay so i think you i think you marry uno i think Mm -hmm. you kill monopoly and Mm -hmm. i think you fuck sorry nonsense what do you do uh, I marry Monopoly because I want to marry the money. No one wants to be with Monopoly for the rest no. of their lives. Oh, I Jesus. do if I have that money. It's and we also can live in every hotel. That's separate hotel you money.
1: Could you could You could also be money. living on
0: Baltic Avenue, bruh. No one wants to be with Monopoly for the rest of their lives. I'm just going to say I'm going to fuck Sorry because that's how every one of my sexual encounters has ever ended. Uh, and Uno, you're just going to kill
3: one time, yeah. No!
0: No! <laughs> No, <laughs> you're so wrong here. Sensor Next question. is
3: like 100%
0: Objectively right, right yeah. about this. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb, uh, I'll give you another shot at being right about something. Joey Rogers asks, if you could go anywhere in the world, no costs, no risks, e.g. your ticket to Australia is free, and they've corralled the spiders just for you, where would you go?
1: I'd go to Australia. Yeah, could I get that ticket for free? Right. Can I get a refund, please?
2: <laughs>
0: get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, um... Australia would be cool. Uh, I'd like to go to uh, London. I have a time. spare room you could crash if in. If there's no money uh, involved. If there's no money at all involved, like like Africa, someplace mm-hmm. safari, like mm-hmm. the Serengeti,
3: that'd be cool. If I had a free ticket anywhere in the world, I'd go to Antarctica because that shit's expensive and I want to set foot on all seven continents.
0: Wow, yeah. yeah.
1: You're getting there. Go get them,
0: Shackleford. Sure yeah, have you guys checked out Kansas City, though?
3: I was there like two weeks ago.
1: Get a flight to Kansas City. There we go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Joshua D asks Ross, One Piece is approaching 900 episodes and doesn't look to have an end near. What's the longest running show you're still invested in?
3: JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Okay, moving on.
0: (laughs) You skipped one. Uh, Well, because it was Best and Worst Halloween Costumes, which we answered. We haven't done worse, though. Oh, worse. Joshua D needs to do worse Halloween costumes.
1: My worst was the clothes I wear every day because we don't celebrate Halloween.
3: I went as Alex in uh, Clockwork Orange, but like it was just like a white kind of jumpsuit, and like I put a little makeup on. Did you just wear a
2: tall
0: hat? Yeah, a cheap bowler. In grad school, I once went to a Hobby Lobby and got a screen print that you were supposed to iron onto a shirt of a poodle that was pink, and I just uh, safety pinned it to a camouflage t-shirt. That's and amazing. When people ask what I was, I'm like, you don't know? Oh, I can't explain it to you. And I just went elsewhere in the party because I was too poor for a Halloween <laughs> costume. So I bought a 98 cents poodle and put it on a t-shirt. That's pretty good. That was bad. It's very effective. It was very bad at Halloween costumes. No, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Chris Keener, what are each of the hosts' pet peeves?
3: In what? Like nope. life? Just
0: just pet peeves. That's all it says. That's all he- Extrapolate, that's
3: bruh. Uh, the exploitation of the masses by the uh the uh, No that's Caleb's answer. Okay, that yeah.
0: that's the thing? That's yeah, the thing. My pet peeve. Okay. It's yeah. just like what, a peeve. what is what is your pet peeve? Oh man uh lottery tickets.
2: Oh. You
0: don't like lottery yeah, tickets. Not, not and, and not and not like just having lottery tickets, but like I need to get a drink or I need to get gas to go to work and you are there give me one scratcher and I want this and I want three the mega millions purchasing. and like it's it's God, it's the worst. It makes a convenience store an anti-convenience store. I hate it so much. Ross, are you sticking with uh, the
3: exploitation of the masses by the ruling elite? I have others, but I can't think of any right <laughs> now. So, I mean, that... that what about you, happen.
0: Spencer?
1: I don't know. Have uh, so many. I have Don't so m- pretend like you s- can't come up with one. I have so many. He's just too many. He doesn't realize that they exist. You
0: are a ball of neurosis. That's exactly that right. That rolls through life. I think that's the problem. Um, I
1: was like, you know what, like... Uh, say, a, a framed picture falls off the wall and then you put it down next to the couch. You're like, oh. I'll, I'll hang that back up in a day or so and then it's been two weeks and it hasn't. Wow. And the banner I'm
3: right here. you he took to Sitting right is here. also
1: <laughs> near the couch and it, it there's just a blank <laughs> wall where the banner should be and the banner oh. is rolled up next to the couch. Oh. That might be my pet peeve.
0: Welcome to oh. Married Life. Buddy. I love you. Ha- happy nuptials the yeah. two of you really and truly. Not Moving the, on. Yeah, it's a thing. Uh, Trekkie140 <laughs> asks, if you have an anti-authoritarian <laughs> political agenda that you want to be spread through art and your support of it, should you create or consume stories from the perspective of law enforcement officers who want to keep their job? We've debated separating the quality of art from the toxicity of the artist, but should we separate the quality of Brooklyn Nine-Nine from the reality that all police participate in an inherently abusive and corrupt institution? Wow, fuck, man, I really like Brooklyn Nine Nine.
3: Yeah, do you want I've never answer?
1: seen the show, so In you fucked up. Police, yeah. you, you,
0: you want me to answer that? Go Trekkie? ahead, go um, ahead. If you want the revolution to come, you need to be out on the streets and um, watch Brooklyn Nine Nine one way or the other. Isn't going to cost shit. It's not going to do anything. <laughs> I mean, I
2: really?
0: Uh, like, I mean, that's not direct action. It like abstaining from it's not going to hurt anybody. Like, just. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. not the same thing. One right. is art, and like it's a dumb thing that you can watch for free. Yeah, on look Hiddler. at Hong Kong. That, that's your yeah, like if right you that. got an umbrella and you're out of the streets and that kind of shit, that's fine. But like they're not worried about whether anybody out there watches Brooklyn Nine Nine. They're worried about whether they're cutting down a facial recognition tower. And so right. don't don't get too mixed up in the details, okay? Like, like having said that, <laughs> I highly recommend Brooklyn Nine Nine. I mean, that shows a real <laughs> yeah. Gem. Raymond Holt is a gold character. I thought
2: yeah. it's great. It's
0: the perfect use of Andy Samberg. It really mm. and truly is. Friedrich asks, what's the worst thing about Halloween, Caleb? That I'm no longer allowed to go.
1: That it doesn't exist.
0: Aww. Yeah. I went last year as a 32-year-old, and I didn't feel weird about it. Were, there ch- were you escorting children? I mean, I was in a group with children. Yeah. You can't just go as a 32-year-old by yourself. Well, no.
1: What if you tell taking a 28-year-old that's never been? No,
0: that's still weird. Aww. That's st- You're going to have to find a kid that you can escort around a neighborhood. Can
1: I borrow one of your students?
0: Uh, you don't want. That. Okay. I'll say this: the worst thing about Halloween <laughs> is that there is an expectation that strangers will show up to my house and uh, that I need to be cordial to them. Listen, this is probably a surprise to none of you, but my light is off, my door is closed, and we don't give candy. God, right. you're a oh, fucking monster! So, like monster. <laughs> three
1: people every year will knock on my door on Halloween. I won't realize it's Halloween, I'll be like, "What are you? Why what? are you
0: here? Yeah,
1: who? Who are my you? My favorite
0: Halloween. I'm one. surprised you haven't installed like motion tracking, like Ed 209 machine gun sensors on your front door. I'm
3: broke. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> my favorite Halloween was the one time the kid like opened the door on her own and just grabbed candy. And- Dude, this don't give a fuck, Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. I was there for that. That yeah. was amazing. It was great. That kid is going places. I so know. So say. like, I love Halloween and yeah. I love trick or treaters.
0: Yeah, it feels right. Yeah, Aww. I'm not gonna read the next question. Um, Why not? Okay, read it out loud. Who is your daddy? And what does he do? Yeah, this is I'm not gonna
1: Ryan. answer because he's nope. there. Nope. <laughs> we, uh, no, um, <laughs> my
0: dad is a juvenile corrections officer, and my mom teaches taught junior high choir. See, so my goes, dad's my a
1: lawyer, and he does law things.
0: See, now you know a little bit more about us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Stephen Lee asks if you could start business ignoring economic realities, what would your dream business be? Oh, come on. It's obviously game design. Obviously. And I'm already ignoring those economic realities right now. (laughs) Doing it anyways. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fuck
3: reality. (laughs) Podcast Empire. Woo. Podcast Commune. Woo. Oh. Caleb,
0: last one's you. Uh, Scott Henderson asks, as someone dipping their toe into watching horror movies, what are some quintessential horror movies that you would recommend watching? I enjoyed Cabin in the Woods and Get Out and Annihilation. Those seem horror light or horror-adjacent.
1: Arachnophobia. Alien. It
0: would be good. Uh, Arachnophobia is hilarious. It's
1: great. Um, it they're like a spider crawls over popcorn. Someone eats the popcorn and dies. <laughs> it's amazing.
3: <laughs> Seems right. Uh, the Exorcist, Alien, um, The Shining, Event it okay. both both. Halloween, both original Halloween. Of, oh, yeah. The definitely.
1: Haunted Mask by Goosebumps is surprisingly oh, fucking or, terrifying. Yeah.
0: yeah, we talked yeah. about that. Oh, the original Haunting of Hill House, like the black yeah. like some of the older uh like fifties and sixties horror films. Night of the demon. Psycho. I would definitely recommend Psycho the original. I mean, you can do like Last House on the left just to see if you're into that intense. Like if you're worried your horror light. There's stuff that's horror heavy, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah like, w- watch like the Hills Have Eyes or like any of the Rob <laughs> Zombie shit yeah. and see uh, how you feel
3: after that. Actually, two nights Night of the Demon, Night of the Hunter. Uh, hey, oh, Night, Night, Night of the Hunter Freaks is great, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Night of the yeah. Demon is about, and
0: if you've not watched you know, any of the, right. the Romero stuff, like I would highly recommend, like, watch oh. Night of the Living yeah. Dead. Yeah, yeah, 28 of days Dead, later yeah. is that's fine, just Dawn of the, the, fine, yeah. Dawn the Dead. Day of the Dead's hysterical. I mean, why the fuck not? Yeah, there's lots of opportunity in there. Yeah, just go get on the Discord. I will feed you movie suggestions. Don't Ugh. get on the Discord. You're, you you won't survive that. <laughs> I mean, at least not for this. Get wow. on the Discord for other reasons. Hey, hey he's not Patreon asking for anime recommendations, Discord. okay? So, Aww. yeah. I, I feel like, and we could test this. I don't know that we should. Nope. That a request nope. for horror film recommendations might go... I can't say it didn't go similarly just now when given the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put that in the Discord, though. That's okay. what I'm saying. All right. Um, hey, we've got two segments left, and we need to grab some beer, and we'll be right back. Maddie, what are you drinking?
1: Uh, I am drinking the Minky Boodle. It's a Raspberry Sal Ale by Thin Man Brewery. Uh, what was the name again? Minky Boodle.
3: Okay. One Mink- more t- one more time.
1: Minky Boodle. All right. Got it.
3: This is like a beloved children's character from like, a, uh, it like
1: it Paraguay. All <laughs>
0: all like, it's price. like a country you've never eaten. Or like the name of your dog, but you're small and can't quite say the actual Minky name Boodle. of your dog. Yeah, so yeah. it's become
3: Minky Boodle. It's just you know, like a country with a rich, developed culture. You just don't, you aren't familiar with it, so it's like, oh, Minky Boodle, beloved by millions. I don't think I like the Boodle as much as I like the Minky.
1: Minky
0: Boodle. What what kind of beer is it? Strawberry. It's It's a raspberry raspberry sour ale. Well, I've had good luck with those, but not with not with Thin Man sours because that was the first one I had to do. That was the blueberry.
1: It's really good. It's like super good.
0: So no vinegar then.
1: No, no find. vinegar. There's no vinegar in that. It's just raspberry and it's nice. It's a so I'm cool. surprised I,
0: they're not getting sued for the Superman on the can. I will say <laughs> of the uh Gen Con haul this year, people were much better about storing them. There was not a ton that was cold and then warm and then cold and then warm hmm. and then cold and the like that's that tastes um, like raspberries. Yeah. It tastes like it tastes like raspberry juice. I what like it. it. Like. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Um
3: it, I have no uh, idea what the superhero with the Minky Boodle thing. Like, I don't either. I have no I, idea what that is. It's a weird name. Yeah. It's a weird but, name and superheroes. have nothing to
1: like, do. Like, no. of most raspberry sours I've had, they've not tasted like raspberries. Mm. That Fair tastes enough. like a raspberry. What's your rating? That's, that's a four. That is. I would
0: agree. Yeah, it feels right. I'd give that a four. Yeah. That's like, yeah. I'm not have had, had better raspberry. The, the, the that? Recess by Stillwater that is a better is raspberry still sour. still one of the better beers we've had. Uh, but that is a solid raspberry sour. You know, I bet Prairie would crush a raspberry. They may even have one. I've just oh, not had it. Oh, God, boyfriend. Just just Raspberry
1: boyfriend.
0: Keep on the boy- theme. That's right. Done.
1: Mm.
0: Just all. all stop making just collecting me, boyfriends. Stop right, right, making yeah. me choose between all these so boyfriends. It's a, it's right. a polyamorous relationship. Just choose them
1: all. That's right. a dating. That's, that's
0: a dating sim where I have to get every ending. Uh, the, the Prairie Artisan boyfriend dating sim uh, for all of their beers. Oh, my God. Absolutely. That's mm. right. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, it's your number one vote getter. I thought Nerd Splinter was your number one vote getter. It was tied oh. with Anervium. Anervium. Is that what we're going with for the theme song? <laughs> I mean, I like it. I yeah. like it. I think it, we. I think it was have to free, do that. so Anervium. that's what we're going with because that is our. Yeah. yeah, we have to do the Werenberg thing on the yeah. back end. Whatever you're willing to Anervium. do for us, we accept All right. it. Yeah, yeah, not no, that's that. reasonable. Yeah. Uh, no, so definitely not that. Greg Bennett asks Anervium. Apparently, Disney has bought the naming rights to a stadium to make a Marvel Stadium in Australia. There's some bad stadium names in the U.S. Pitch some companies or products who desperately need more recognition and will drop eight figures on naming rights. Oh, man. This is basically the plot of Infinite Jest. So uh, what I figured we could do is everyone is going to pick one company, and they're going to name a stadium after that company, and going to tell me where it's at for what team oh, in God. the U.S. Oh. Okay, U.S. sports team, got it. Everybody's going to pick one company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, who starts? It's definitely you. Shit. Because you're talking to try and fill time. <laughs> well, I was also fixing my microphone because this thing was like falling off the table. On yeah, that makes meals. it even better to yep. put you on the spot. God. Definitely you. Damn it. Okay, one company. Let's think. Company that has been embroiled. Okay. Well, a brand. I mean like... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm going to oh, say... Yeah. yeah, so Facebook... What's the, name of the stadium? Um... Let's see. The name of the stadium is the Zucker Bowl. Uh, Not unlike the Rose Bowl in California, uh, the Zucker Bowl will be in, and they're going to try to appeal to, like, maybe a base that they can't quite capture. So I'm going to say, like, uh, Northern Michigan, probably. So the Zucker Bowl in Northern Michigan, and it will be most famous for hosting the least well-attended most highly surveilled bowl game in college football history. The Zucker bowl brought to you by Facebook, Ross. Uh, uh, So
1: this is a company in America broadcast to Australia.
0: No, not totally. Uh, So it's a company in America who buys the. So here's what happens in America. This may (laughs) be true in in Australia. I don't really know. Again, if it's not a spider, I'm unfamiliar with it. Um, uh, what happens is like companies buy the rights for stadiums. Yep. So, like, Google buys the rights for a stadium. Yep. And now that stadium, which was ostensibly the Kansas City Chiefs Stadium, Arrowhead, yep. is yep. now Google Stadium. Sure. Or something or the other. So pick a company that's buying a stadium. And, and the then names can be absurdly long. I
1: heard Australia in the question. In
0: Vesco Field. Uh, there is going to be a stadium in Australia just called Marvel Stadium because oh. it was bought by Disney.
1: Yeah, it would be. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> I got uh, one. Okay, well, get in there. I,
3: well, I oh, yeah, get in there. Yeah. Ross? Uh, I'm gonna go super high intellectual. Yeah, uh, very very uh, uh, high. Real high thinky. Road. Yeah, real thinky. The max absorbency depends stadium for the Patriots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would actually love that. Yep. <laughs> Oddly, right. a stadium owned by Gillette, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, also, a uh, bathroom accoutrement stadium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, slightly different, but but. In Infinite Jest, they name years after companies, and it's the primary year of the book is the year of the dependent adult adult (laughs) Um, uh, undergarment.
1: I'm going to go Christchurch buys whatever stadium the Saints are in.
0: Oh, Oh, wow. God, that's that's super dome. Bam. Oh, man. There's some dark history there. All of the (laughs) nose. And currently owned by Mercedes Benz. So, like, that could be a real bidding war. Oof. Yeah. Caleb? Uh, I'm going to go with the most depressing thing I could possibly think of. Shocking. Uh, The Coke Chemical Technology Group for the Washington Senators. (laughs) Just let you know who owns it. Let you know... Let let you know whose name's on the tin.
3: Can they have both Coke brothers, but David Coke's face is X'd out? Yeah, they
0: just chisel him off. It's actually a David Coke hologram. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a very weird thing. Very progressive thing they're doing these days. They keep on doing like charity things because they have to spend the interest off their uh, group. But it's just like kids that they gave cancer through the Cook group. Throwing out first pitches, <laughs> and they go like two feet, and then just drop. Uh, it's all yeah. one big make-a-wish thing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Brutal. They, they, they bit, they're getting high on their own supply, literally. Um, so yeah, the Coke Technology Group, home of the Washington Senators. Uh, coming, That's really good. Co- <laughs> coming soon to a sports theater near you, the Coke Senators. Um, okay. Are you sad? Do you want to be? Right. <laughs> Have you have you checked out the latest Nervium episode from Mix It? <laughs> you should. Uh, we got yeah, one yeah, second Nervium left. was getting too chummy. We had to knock it
1: down and get her list.
0: Let it know that this shit is free and sad. <laughs> we'll be right back with drunk enough. Caleb, what are you drinking? I Are you angry at me for this? No, this was a random I mean, poll of the remaining beer. But it was a the random pull of the remaining beer with the 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 pohala and you're in charge of the beer getting. Well, so here, it, uh, let me explain the this pohala. This is how you communicate your feelings to me. Let me let me explain the pohala rye. Uh <laughs> it's the first beer I pulled out of the fridge and then when I saw what it was, I did think I want Caleb to try this. Aww. I don't think that's hate as much as it is love in some weird way. Okay. Now, where we ended up here, all random grabs. I grabbed the first thing that was available here, and that happened to be the Bog Myrtle. Th- I'm there guessing was
1: two beers left, and one was pink, Right. so I picked that one. I'll,
0: I'll give it to you because you drank the Bog Myrtle. I did. Which is bad on the face Terrible. of it. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I am drinking from Resurgent Brewing Company, The Surge. Get it? Which is a New England style India pale
1: It ale. sounds like an energy The jerk.
0: idea that you would have an IPA and name it the Surge yeah. is not comforting no, to me. No.
1: IPA now of guarana.
0: <laughs> There's nothing an IPA could do that I want to Surge at me, but I'm going to give it a shot. Well, and you have not liked, in particular, I don't believe the New England style IPAs. The thicker. The amount, hazy. The hazy. Yeah, that's.
1: What about the Sergy? That's quite good. What? Hey,
0: look at that. Yeah. That is quite good. That is a solid IPA. Bitter, but not to the point of tone deafness. Right. Um, it is a solid New England. Well, am- which makes it a three? It is a four. Okay. What? So give it a four. Let me let me get in yeah, there. I am okay with it. It's got I'm a buffalo with surprised. a crown on it. It does. It really really <sighs> quite quite a can. It-
1: It is a can.
0: It is like art you would find, like, on the graffiti of the side of a gas station in, like, an Arizona. If
1: you paid, like, $3 on Fiverr, maybe. Yeah.
0: yeah. It is intensely teal, um, and it has a buffalo with a crown on it. Here's my hot take. It's like art you would find, um, like... uh, on the back of a too expensive jean jacket. Oh yeah, oh, and, it, and that has frills. That's it's a, got yeah. the little beads. Yeah, that's right. Like a real Stevie Nicks number. Exactly. Yeah. There mm-hmm. it is. Hey, we're into drunk enough. Um, Adam L oh. suggests, "What should be your family motto? Are family mottos even a good idea, or are they pre-modern capitalist sentimentalist bullshit?" Oof. And now this is <laughs> this is of course rich coming from Adam. Um, who, if you've been following along in the Discord, I have recently accidentally outed for having a family member of the same last name uh, featured on one of my favorite garbage reality television shows, Southern Charm, the Limehouses of Charleston, of which Adam is a member of this (laughs) fairly large brood of Limehouses. And I do believe they have a family crest and a family estate and a family motto, I would imagine. Hey, I just had a fantastic idea. Can we pause the podcast for a second?
3: Sh- sure. Oh, okay. okay, we're going to pause it for a second. Yeah.
0: All right, before we talk about whether family mottos are a good idea, I, I-, I had a good idea uh, that was not involved with family <laughs> mottos. Uh, so we've each written what we think our family motto should be. Does anybody have an actual family motto? Maybe. No. Not that, Not one that I know. Not okay. that I know. of. Um, I have translated each of them into Latin according to the
3: imitable Google Translate. So,
0: not I, a Google app that we rated. I will <laughs> I will read them aloud and I will let the other hosts of the podcast decide what they think that motto actually means. <laughs> okay. Uh, nice. should I go first? Yeah, you should.
1: Yeah, you should.
0: All right. Mine is going to be at optimum bene. Uh I would say uh be oh. optimistic? Nah. <laughs> okay. Maddie, any uh, any different ideas?
3: I, 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 to be excellent is good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mine is going to be at best, okay.
1: Aww.
3: That is ah, going to be that yeah. is my family motto. Sure.
0: That is my, that is my uh, family yeah. motto. Yeah. All right. God, that feels right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I yeah. think I got it. Man. Uh, Maddie's is going to be stultum ascendere. Ascend. So to like move upward. Dairy, no. Airy, don't know. Stilton, no idea. <laughs> Wait, say that again? Stultum dairy, Stultum. Onward and upward.
3: Fight close. to the top. <laughs> Maddie? <laughs>
1: it's climb up, stupid. I was yeah. I feel like I got you
0: really. Got close. My, yeah. I was my last name's pejorative. Gibbons,
1: so right. it's a monkey.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, nice, uh, nice. Oh, uh, ah, okay. the Gibbon. Yep. Yeah. yeah, interesting. <laughs> All right, Spencer's is Bene irumabo ut iomodo ego conicto. <laughs> I have no idea how to Eggs pronounce it.
1: Are good, Roomba, watch <laughs> right. Eggs are good, buy a Roomba, watch television. Eggs are
0: good, buy a Roomba, watch that television. That's w- pretty good. God, that's really close. <laughs> I mean, I'm medium on Roombas, but like you could probably talk <laughs> say me that, like, Say that one more time. <laughs> uh, bene irumabo ut iomodo ego Conson Ecto.
3: A good room is a good place to, to, to die in. That's it. <laughs> the the Harrises are an existential
0: lot. Yeah. All right, Spencer, what do you got? Uh well, fuck. Just keep going, I
1: guess. <laughs> Aw. Yep. Mine was close. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. It's All a little right.
0: less morbid than a good room is a good place to die. <laughs> Man, (laughs) we're interior decorators. I don't know where that came from, It just popped in. Yeah. Uh, All right. uh, Last one. This is Spencer's. Nope, this is Ross's. Oh, this is is Ross's. Sorry. Ross or Spencer's. Uh, Ad punctum in vanitate, census scribere vera beatitito. This this Latin is spot on. I'm sure (laughs) it (laughs) is. Definitely great punctuation. Right. Um
1: aesthetics is life haywire has me please help <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: it's a coded message god yeah. that's yeah that'd be a deep uh, cut
3: yeah, i wish i had mentioned uh,
0: yeah um i would say like uh we a family of people with many collectible items
3: <laughs>
1: gotta uh, catch a mole ross Pokemon. you wanna help out yeah. with it uh
3: to write to the point of futility is true happiness Nice! Wow! Nice! Yeah. Wow! I
0: feel I feel that one. Yeah, I'm with you, buddy. Yeah. Damn. Uh, new shirt idea: the mix six at optimum bin A. <laughs> <laughs> at best. Okay, at but best but okay. but in like in gothic font. Yes. And and it's actually printed. You order a long shirt. It's printed down around the small of your back. <laughs> yeah, it is. So it's like your own personal tramp stamp. <laughs> Take off, put on, whatever you want, really. I there, would buy there.
1: the fuck out of that. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Sure. Maybe
0: that's what we should have done for our slogan. In Latin,
3: translated on Google, at best, Yo. okay.
1: Dumb. <laughs> Put that no on. voting system. That is. Listeners, <laughs> listeners,
3: we don't ask you for much, but please someone put that on your uh, iTunes review of us. Yeah. <laughs> in Latin. <laughs> yeah. In Latin. You're just gonna
1: get like 15 in a row. Right. If like, you see that, best. no,
3: no, if you already see that, make that mark that as helpful. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Everyone
3: mark that as helpful.
0: Five stars, yeah. Latin at best okay. <laughs> Boom. <laughs>
3: I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna
0: change it to our Twitter bio. (laughs) Yes, yes. Podcast at Best. Okay. Uh, Should we answer the question? Sure. Uh, uh, Yeah, I I don't know if they're actually. I I don't
1: have a family motto. That seems weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're bullshit.
1: Yeah, that's weird. That's really. They're fun, apparently. (laughs) Maybe kind of racist. Question mark?
0: Depending. I mean, if we're talking about my family motto, almost certainly that I'm not lying about the Stokes family motto. It should be at best okay because we can be terrible. We can be terrible, terrible human beings.
1: My last name is literally Gibbons. Gibbon is a monkey. Like uh, I don't think we have a decent family motto.
0: I don't, I don't, I, I think they certainly could be, uh, pre-modern capitalist, sentimentalist bullshit or whatever Adam said. Uh, I don't necessarily think they have to be. Um, I think if there's something valuable in your family all knowing a phrase that gets you all going in the same direction, then like bully, um. Deke
1: up stupid. Right. But mm-hmm. I like,
0: I don't, I don't know that I have any particular feelings about, about family mottos as a category of discourse being good or bad.
1: I feel like it wouldn't motivate me. Like, I don't know, maybe
0: it will like so I think about like Jim Kelly, right? a uh, uh, famed Bills quarterback. He's had cancer like three or four times, I think. And so like they have this whole like Kelly Strong thing that his family started talking about. And it was it was like their way of like rallying around him and like being greater than, like, okay, fine.
3: I don't um, I don't think there should be a family motto. I think there should be like generational mottos. And like at the like you should only like do that after you've reflected on a while. But you'd be like Kelly Strong, like you've survived that and you've done this. Like sure. that would be good. Like as like a memento of what you've gone through and what you've learned as a person sure but just like making something up and trying to make that your family go live up to that ideal that you just made up like that's stupid
0: yeah i mean that could be i I agree with you on that i i think it could be i I, again i don't want to be If it's something earned sure Uh, yeah that's the thing like uh, i want to acknowledge my privilege and that it came from a place of horror like all of history But I also don't want to take credit for, like, fighting for the Confederacy or other things that my family did that were terrible. Um, But at the same time, I also need to acknowledge, and I think in some ways this is almost worse than acknowledging the terrors of your past, uh, that I also have nothing to do with the successes of my family or or overcoming any adversity or any hardship, because that's not genetic. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I should live my own life regardless of... right who birthed me aside from like genetic certainty. And I know that that comes from a place of privilege and that, you know, that is, that is part of not pump coming from, uh, a marginalized group and and being a white person. But, you know, I, I have always really been glad that I know almost nothing about my genealogy and I have no intent to, uh, aside from medical history, rectify that anytime soon. I, I don't care. <laughs> I know quite a bit about my family just because um, my grandparents in particular were very were storytellers, so we talked about it a lot. Um, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. But that's like an experience that is related with right. my family members. And um, it's got nothing to do with like who I am genetically, who I am as a family member or a way I was raised. I think it's very much like assuming those things are static is sort of foolish I think um I, I think I that I could not imagine
1: being born and like someone when I'm like 5 to 8 going your family meadow motto is this and then be like I must live my life that Incident way or, yeah, like, that's, that, that's weird.
0: Yeah, I it, don't know that it needs to be constitutive. It, it could also be because I've met I've met American Irish people and they are insufferable. Damn. <laughs> insufferable. Damn. Uh, anyone who is super into their Irish heritage as an American uh, is it's it's really hard. It's really hard, and you've been there. Don't pretend like you've not experienced. I, I this. mean, I don't want to. I don't want to whole cloth reject all people of of, of that group. <laughs> but, but you've also seen points where, like, yeah, yes. like yes. the Irish were the first slaves, right. and I'm just like, yeah. no, right. just, just please, yeah. please stop. You one don't person. get to, yeah, yeah um, yeah. yeah. I and I, it could be. Uh, my reaction is somewhat against that it could be I, I have a bad taste in my yeah, mouth but i'm I, I suppose i'm re, i'm against that in the way that i'm against like most deterministic things you know yeah um but i don't i don't think it's bad to have a uh, a thread for lack of better metaphor uh if that's meaningful to your family to the way you were raised to your values to carry through uh, if it, if it, if it's good for you, yeah. I mean, if, if it's something that
1: motivates you right. yeah. and like specifically encourages you in a good direction, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no harm in that. Right.
0: But yeah, if it's overly deterministic, if it makes you a racist, if it makes you think that you have some privilege, then yeah, fuck that shit. I mean, yeah. that's dumb. Um, I mean, much like sports superstition, if you're getting something good out of it and it's not hurting anybody, who the fuck cares? Go for it. Yeah. Wear that shirt, but man. it's still probably bullshit when you get down to okay. it. Okay, <laughs> on that note, this has been the Mix Six Podcast, brought you, brought to you by History. Um, thank you so much for everything that you do for us. Hey, if you're listening to this, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are a backer of a certain level. Don't forget, there's a ton of additional Mix Six content on our Patreon. Just go to patreon.com/slash the mix six, or just look for us in the search bar, the Mix Six Podcast, where you can find a lot of full length episodes, hot takes on ice, jury of our beers, and even a few snippets of adventures. An old role-playing scenario and a half that we almost completed (laughs) two times (laughs) if you're not following us on twitter check us out at the mix six you can also find us on facebook we've got a page and a group you can find us on instagram we put pictures of beers and board games occasionally and cool people like maddie have put together content for us on youtube that's y-o-u-t-u-b-e.com not Not, the fish tube not any of the other tubes in fact no other tubes color-based tubes specifically not on those
3: have you heard about fish tube though No, I have not. Oh my god! It's a tube that they use. You put fish
1: in it, and it transport the fish across the fucking like dams. To help them spawn.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, it's It's a fish tube. Yeah, we're not in there. Not a color. Maybe I don't know. No um and finally don't forget to tell your friends about us uh tell them where they can find us tell them how to back us on patreon and if you've not already rated and reviewed us on your local podcast apps please do don't forget to include the latin for at best okay in that (laughs) review after giving us a five star it helps everyone find us and everyone helps it helps everyone know that we're just all right most of the time yeah we are um maddie it's been great recording with you while you've been here we'll miss you you'll be back soon enough and then this will be a regular thing hopefully hopefully uh but until then have a safe trip back to australia see
1: how immigration goes
0: avoid the spiders avoid the kangaroos the snakes the alligators all of
1: them are everywhere the
0: the ground that is actual just fire that is fire yeah be very careful in australia
1: i'll be okay it's fun.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. You and will I survived up to this point. Yeah. At best, you will be okay. That's exactly right. At best, right. okay. That's <laughs> exactly right. Uh, this has been the Mix Six Podcast. I'm Spencer. I'm Caleb. We'll talk to you next time.